0: Hey, folks, Stevie's Kevin Lanigan here uh, giving you a little preface on this one. I know you've been getting a lot of uh, Patreon unlocks or re-releases of old episodes or feed drops the last uh, couple months. Listen, the Greendale 3... Three very busy Greendalians, uh, but we're doing our best to get back to you on a regularly scheduled basis so uh, you can hear us talk about The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Uh, In theory, we are recording an episode tonight, even, so look forward to that. Um, But I decided to do a re release of uh, the second ever Movies for Babies, uh, before it was called that, uh, where we talked about uh, a a little film, a little animated film called Scoob! uh exclamation point included uh for a couple reasons one it's been uh back there for a little bit might want to bump it up to the top of the feed uh and two of course we need to to address uh the the corporate elephant in the room uh the assassination of uh Scoob Holiday Haunt by the coward Warner Brothers discovery uh, of course a basically <laughs> an animated film uh, that was about 90% completed uh, before. In a a a sort of producers esque gambit, uh, they pulled the plug at the last second. So uh, we will not be haunted this holiday season uh, because uh, I'm, I'm looking at the at the corporate list here, and it seems as if Warner Brothers Discovery is run by. Max Bialy stock? that uh, can't be good. That's that's not going to lead to anything good. Um, so absolutely uh, stay locked and enjoy this little epi from the archives where we just get real fucking in the weeds about the Hanna-Barbera cartoon library. And uh, we'll be back with your regularly scheduled Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy next week theoretically don't don't quote me on that if it doesn't actually happen we're trying our best please be nice to me please give me one dollar about the patreon.com slash tv's kevin and enjoy the show hey everyone tv's kevin lanigan here Uh, i hope you enjoy This bonus episode we're putting out for you, where myself and Vern and Justin, the old Hedgepod crew, get back together to discuss Scoob. Uh, We recorded this about a month ago, and um, I I think it's very funny. I hope it brings you some solace in these trying times, Um, but it was also before a lot of things happened, so we do make a few jokes about cops. I cut a few out, but just, uh, you know, that can be a sensitive uh, topic right now, so I wanted everyone to be aware of that up top. Um, and I I hope you enjoy almost two and a half hours of us talking about a fucking cartoon dog movie, but as much as we want to provide a distraction, we don't want people to ignore what is going on right now, Uh, so follow the link in uh, the description of this episode to find out different ways that you can donate, different ways that you can volunteer, uh, different ways that you can read up and educate. Bye-bye. What, what I love about the Santa Claus with an E uh, trilogy is that not only is the conceit of your first movie about the fine print of a contract, but that is what you base every premise of your movie on. Like these three Christmas movies that your mom watches at the holidays are all about intimate contract law because the second one says right. that he must marry Elizabeth Mitchell from TV's Lost because Santa must have a wife it's in his contract that he must find a wife within a year or so of being Santa or he will no longer no longer be Santa I guess um and then the the third movie with Martin Short is all about Santa's like contractual holiday and vacation pay that he can like take time Wait, off really? with a substitute and the substitute is Jack Frost as played by Martin Short. It's about like the 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 benef his employee benefits <laughs> as being Santa. being Santa. <laughs> they I a franchise that manages to strip all magic and whimsy out of the premise of Santa Claus by making it about contract law.
1: Yeah, of course. And, and Tim Allen trying uh, his damnedest to be the butchest Santa ever.
0: yeah he's he's not he's not one of those Santa pussies. He's like a real man no. Santa <laughs> back when back yeah. when Santa was a man before this
1: new soy cuck Santa.
0: yeah a uh, scoob the only way we're gonna get out of this one is if I trap myself in hell. Oh. Although well, no, what
1: happens is he just meets Scrappy-Doo in hell and he guides you like Virgil guides Dante
0: through the <laughs> no. nine circles of Hanna-Barbera hell. No, we all know that Scrappy is the betrayer. He is trapped in ice in the, in the lowest <laughs> level of hell alongside Judas Iscariot and Satan himself. We all oh, know him. no, 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 no. what he does.
1: No, the thing is Thrice-Headed Scrappy-Doo. Scrappy sits in the bottom of hell holding Jabberjaw... McGilla Gorilla, and the Atomic Ant in his uh, frozen teeth.
0: Thrice did Scrappy defy our Lord. Thrice did he deny that he knew him, and so who Scrappy is, must. Who
2: a dog that was Scooby's cousin? That was Scooby like a hillbilly. dumb
1: who actually wanted to be a detective, and he lived in Louisiana.
2: Okay, he I was a real existed, southern boy. Did Snoopy have a hillbilly cousin first, or did Scooby have a hillbilly cousin first?
0: I can't tell you, honestly. Okay. All right, now, we can figure this out, but I need the fucking name of Scooby's or Snoopy's little hillbilly cousin. Does anyone have what, this information?
2: What was Not, his name? No. I can tell you what he looks like, but I can't well, tell you his name.
0: Didn't watch the Peanuts. Well, that is a damn shame. Well, he the, was in wh- the I need as well, you. <laughs> but I don't know... Uh, well, this fucking, I'll this Scoobypedia that. article is useless because like all Pedia articles, it's written as if Scooby-Dum is a real person whose <laughs> life must be documented instead of as a fictional person where you could give me like his first appearance date because it's like Scooby-Dum was born in a back alley. I'm like, I don't need this. What's I need you type? to tell me what is Scooby-Dum- Dumb Scooby-Dum uh, Oh, he's A-positive Oh, that's no good oh, You can't okay. date an A-positive Oh,
1: oh t- he, he, He's a typical A-positive
0: Yeah, I'm not getting I'm getting fucking absolute dick on Scooby-Dum I'm not getting a goddamn thing for that idiot dog So this is a pod called Scooby-Doo uh, The show where we never tell you Scooby-Dum's origin story no. Because I cannot find it but,
1: folks, folks, we're back to yell about children's cinema. That's yeah, this right. is
0: our
2: thing we do now. It's, it's just our,
0: it's, it's, every time they make a terrible addition to a long-standing pop cultural property, a hard reboot that sucks shit, we hop back on the mic and talk. We gab about it like a little sewing circle, yeah, and I we. And that's Wade, our thing.
2: We're really excited to talk to you all again whenever the uh, the new Spongebob movie comes out where Gary gets lost again. Uh, we're, we're here for the long haul and all these movies for babies get released.
0: I, I am not talking about the third Spongebob movie. I ain't doing Fourth. it. But if Fourth. they... Oh, Jesus. But if they reboot Spongebob... If for some reason in 2023 they hard reboot Spongebob... And it's like a cornflakes advertisement that uh <laughs> that heavily well, no, features... no. And if They
1: try to hard reboot SpongeBob and they try to tie it in with the angry beavers and Ren is. <laughs> then Skippy... we'll be back.
0: If if oh,
2: if yeah, SpongeBob is the in a cinematic universe.
0: If SpongeBob is in a car driven by famka Jansen, then we'll be back. But until that time, <laughs> We uh, we must save our uh, precious mm-hmm. pop cultural uh, 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 chime-ins, uh for when something really strikes our fancy. Doolittle didn't qualify, but Mm-mm. it's time. It's it's Scoob time, baby. It's Scoob o'clock. A movie sold to you as a Scooby-Doo origin story and delivered to you as a movie where Blue Falcon dabs. This is Scoob mm. released directly to your living room. Hold uh, up. Hold up! We've already we've already got an uh, uh, an error. We've already got a
2: factual incorrect statement. It is not Scoob. It is Scoob because it's got an exclamation point. It's okay. Uh, well, in all
1: fa- it's it's better than the original title, which is going to be Scoo s period c period o period o period b period. Oh No. It was going to be an acronym for
0: something something uh, comes out of butts well no they've been
1: working on this movie like they they've been trying to re- they cuz i remember reading about this movie in like 2010 yeah they've been they've been working they on this tried, bad boy they wanted for a long to time. relaunch a like hanna barbera connected universe but they just been working on this movie forever you know
2: it's funny that you mentioned that because Whenever I was watching this movie, I was Mm -hmm. thinking about it. And this is going to come up later on in this podcast as well. But, like, I think it's probably fair to say that, like, Scooby-Doo is number five on the top five most famous cartoon characters ever. Oh, candidly. Probably, like, I feel like it's probably, like, Mickey, then Bugs. Yeah. And I don't know who uh, three and four, but I feel like Scooby-Doo's number five. Um, Mickey I were,
0: Bugs, I I, Spongebob. I, I think
1: is more popular
0: than like Snoopy. Yeah. Oh, certainly. At this point, well, yeah. Scooby has a has certainly maintained his popularity uh, stronger yes. than than Snoopy, or certainly but, better than any of his Hanna Barbera compatriots.
2: But I was I was thinking about it whenever I was watching this movie and before going into this movie is like, how did we get Peanuts and how did we get Peabody and Sherman before we got this movie, but that makes sense if they they kept like, literally and figuratively screwing the pooch and fucking uh, yeah. up the movie and they, they, until, like, they
1: couldn't make this movie work somehow.
0: And they well, never did. They still did. can't. They still can. <laughs> no, they they
1: failed. They failed to make this movie work.
0: They did not succeed. Uh, and there was, you know, I don't know how legit this concept art was, but, you know, some popped up in my feed of, like, the mystery machine in the middle of a Wacky Races scenario. And, like, that seems like a much more logical way to, uh, uh, introduce this universe. Whereas, I think their plan is, is that Wacky Races is, like, their Avengers, right? You're We're building this cinematic universe yes. to the point where, uh... Captain Caveman can pilot his little rock car, and, Except and it's Except they like, already
1: did that. It's called
0: Yogi Bear's Space Race, and it's shitty. And we all remember it. We all know everything about Yogi Bear's Space Race, Justin. It's got everyone's favorites, like
1: Jabberjaw, uh, Buford, the Buford from the Buford Files, and the Miner Ghost from Scooby-Doo. <laughs> guys, we're getting into
2: a lot of territory that I've thought a lot about and have... I took notes for this movie.
1: (laughs) Vern, could you summarize the plot to this movie? Okay, um... There isn't one. No, there is. There's too much.
2: I will try. Yes. I'm just going to go ahead and say it now. Uh... And it's probably obvious from my tone. It's probably obvious, but my general disposition. It's probably obvious. Like if you saw me at work, you could tell I didn't like this movie, even if I didn't <laughs> say anything to you. Vern or, like, comes I, I into just,
0: work, bent over double, morose, hard bags under his eyes, and and you just look your boss directly in the face and go, scoop. Yeah, like his hair sco- wet
1: <laughs> from the thundercloud raining upon it over his head, just, and only just, him.
2: I was in the middle of my, you know, my shift, just like five hours into my shift. and I'd been working silently, noiselessly all day long, and then finally, my boss comes up to me. He's like, "Vern, did you not like Scoob? Uh, excuse me,
0: <laughs> Vern, did you we not like Scoob? Your, your performance has suffered as of late, and uh, we wanted to know, mm-hmm. did you not like Scoob?
2: <laughs> I didn't like Scoob. Did you um, get the Scoob? And I'm gonna say it now, and this, this, this thought." Would be better for the end of this podcast, but I'm just going to go ahead and jump into it now, like... Hit it! First off, it's not fair to a movie to criticize a movie for what it isn't. You should criticize it for what it is. Agrees. Yes. But I think that Scooby-Doo, like, Scooby-Doo has entered that kind of thing where n- even if you've never seen a frame of anything Scooby-Doo, you know what Scooby-Doo mm-hmm. is. Um, he's he's an he's an icon right up there with like, yes Superman. Before I had heard a song by Elvis Presley, I knew what Elvis was, Absolutely. and I think that's yes. where, where Scooby Doo is. Absolutely, and yes, it's not fair to say like what this movie isn't, but this movie should have been one of two different things. Mm-hmm. This movie should have been either A, Knives Out for Babies, or oh. B, okay. the Lego Movie, but instead of Cowboy World, Underwater World, Space World—it's different universes from Hanna Barbera shows.
1: Yes, no, I it you're is neither right. of those movies. It's it's amazing because this is the I think the first real Scooby Doo movie we've gotten where they don't even try to do a mystery. They do,
2: so they do. I guess okay, we'll we'll we'll, we'll go into the plot. They do enough of a mystery to scratch that bubble. It's. It's it's the same way as like whenever your partner gets mad at you for not contributing to the so you like you wash the dishes once
0: mm-hmm.
2: it's <laughs> it's it's that version of it they do one barely their mystery and then it becomes its own thing so this movie um it's it starts out as an origin story uh, we have Shaggy and Scooby as little babies Scooby is a well, stray yes. go ahead.
0: No, it's okay. Uh, I would I would just like to cl- they are not together. We must together. see. We must see how Shaggy and Scooby comped together. We, we have to, have to see have how he
1: gets his name. See. Not even that. We have to see how Scooby is named.
0: Yeah, alright. So yes. this is this is the first example of what I call some solo a Star Wars story bullshit where <laughs> where a character cannot just be named Han Solo. That must be. There must be a moment where that is given to him. Wolverine cannot just wear a leather jacket. His leather jacket must have been gotten at an important moment in time. Scooby Doo cannot just be a dog that says R's instead of other consonants. That which must he doesn't be, do
1: in this movie. That
0: must be an he acknowledged. Does. He flaw. does once for a joke. Yes, yes, he does it two times for the exact same. It's joke is a strong word where someone says like my name is Shaggy and he's like Raggy and they're like no Shaggy as if it's not important as, as if it's not impressive enough that the dog can talk <laughs> we must criticize his enunciation it's in in we don't it, it's This is one of those things that exists in these modern movies where nothing can just be that way because, oh, it just is that way. It must always be that way for a specific reason. Like CinemaSins wrote this movie where they're like, mm-hmm. uh, isn't it weird that Scooby-Doo always says R at the front of his words? That's not how words are. Ding! Like that is all, that is what this movie is to me. It's too much
2: storytelling getting in the way of storytelling.
1: Yes. It's
0: Ah. that dumb
2: thing that, like... And I struggle with this whenever I'm writing anything, where it's just, like, whenever I first start a project or first start something, I'm like, well, how did this happen? how did this happen? And then I realize, like, it doesn't matter. If you build the world, the story comes after. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter, like, what street they live on. It doesn't matter the name of the street. Just lay out the world first, and then... If there are details that need to be filled in, you will fill it in. But, like, mm-hmm. especially with Scooby-Doo, as as I said, like, one of the most famous cartoon characters ever. Like, it doesn't matter how he got his name. It doesn't matter how he got his color. It is Scooby-Doo. Like, it's just, it's just there. How um, did it's,
0: Mickey Mouse and, get his white gloves? It, it, it's... It,
1: it, like, no, the right. thing is, the thing is, Bugs, is, Bugs Bunny's real name is a Bertrand, but when he was about to go on stage to a talk show, he told the PA, hey, when you call me on, can you call me Bugs?
0: And then
2: uh, he, he shot the host. Of the, and then he, uh, he the shot Elmer
1: show. Fudd, talk show host.
2: Yeah.
0: It was, his name was actually The Scooby-Doo, but they said yeah. drop the the, it's cleaner. Absolutely. What are
1: you? What are you, some doobying Scooby.
0: Yeah, so we are uh, uh, replete with that throughout this movie, and I just I just want to say, you know, I was yes. a kid and I grew up loving Scooby Doo as kids do. Like kids love talking dog, silly mysteries, bright colors. Uh, kids love Scooby Doo, but when we're criticizing Scoob, it's not like they fucked up The Godfather. Like it is this no. stupid property for babies that has always been dumb. It's It's very Mm -hmm. silly, and that's okay. Um, But I just, you know, we're about to get very animated about taking down Scoob, and I want the audience to know that, like, I'm a 27-year-old man. I can only get so mad about Scoob. I'm just trying to entertain you a little bit. I'm not actually, like, they ruined my childhood. No, it's,
1: look, and here's the thing. The beauty about Scooby-Doo... Is that it is one of the few proper like movie character, one of the few cartoon characters to successfully have an incarnation every going every year. Yeah, like Mickey Mouse and Bugs Bunny don't pull that off.
0: No, they've been they've been pretty dormant as characters for a long time. Mickey and, yeah. and Bugs. Mickey, uh, whereas, especially. Mickey exists mi- mm-hmm.
2: as a mascot instead of a character now.
0: Yeah. Um, right. And, and then, is yeah, present. like, they
1: only started doing, like, shorts with Mickey, like, a couple years ago, and they only made him funny in, like, 2018.
2: Um, and I, I, I will say that, like, same as what Kevin said, I'm not someone who's, like, I don't think, Scooby-Doo wasn't my childhood. I don't think this movie ruined my childhood by its depiction mm-hmm. of Scooby-Doo, but...
0: I still like is... good movies. Yes. I,
2: still like, <laughs> I still like good movies, I still like it where if I am want to pay $20 for a movie, it's going to be a good movie. And Kevin was kind enough to pay for yeah. this movie for me. Um, Your Patreon money probably, at work. Patreon.com. Because he TV knew that Kevin. I wouldn't watch it any other way. Uh-huh. Um, but <laughs> But I'm not a person that thinks, like, this movie ruined my childhood or anything. But there's a frustration that comes with it where it's like, all you had to do is make macaroni and cheese. Mm. And by trying to like they tried to doll it up and by dolling it up they burnt the entire pan and like the macaroni's not good and, like, like if you had just no, no, no. stuck to the formula it would have been fine i don't want cut up hot dogs in this i well, don't what want
1: they did no is i they tried making mac and cheese with a cheeseburger and a cheese pizza also in it
0: yeah, yes, they they didn't fuck up mac and cheese by trying to do the nice baked mac and cheese with breadcrumbs. They fucked up mac and cheese because they dumped a bunch of M and M's in there and they they like poured uh, whipped cream on top. And you're like, this, I don't know what the fuck you're trying to do with this mac and cheese. They made something Shaggy and
1: would eat. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is this movie. They made is a Ninja Turtle version. pizza out of this movie. <laughs>
2: This is this movie is a cinematic version of shaggy uh pushing some ham and some bread together like playing cards. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um but instead of ham and bread, it's ham bread Hershey's chocolate bars <laughs> mac- macaroni and cheese like the napkin
1: stuck- at the restaurant
2: yes a um, remote
0: control for a television like it's just this it's curdled mess of shit that does not make any sense and they shove no. so they try to put so much shit in here that by the time you get to the third act of the movie, they're introducing new concepts. Like how yes. Fred yeah. loves the van. Okay. Right. Uh, well no, or... no,
1: they show they show one shot of Fred loving the van when they recreate the uh intro.
0: Right. Or they they have to
2: Yes, that was the one That's the one thing that was different. They recreate the intro of the original show. And trust us, folks, 20 minutes into this podcast, we will get to the plot of this movie. (laughs) But um, at one point in the movie, they recreate the opening to the original show in this new style. And the one shot that is different is they have Fred on a picnic with the Mystery Machine van.
0: Yeah, no. And that's the Which, only
2: thing that's different from the opening.
0: Yeah. But then and part of the plot have... is them selling the mystery machine, and Fred does not like speak up about it. He does not say, no, no, we can't sell the mystery machine. It just and you get to the third act of this movie and you have, you know, uh uh Velma, who has to suddenly go like, oh yes, of course, Alexander the Great built a gateway to hell that can only be accessed." And you're like, where is this coming from? And why does your Scooby-Doo movie end with Shaggy trapped in the Greek underworld? Why
1: did they make Scooby-Doo the last living descendant of Alexander the Great's dog? His His famous famous dog dog. that we all know he has. It's all all too
2: much. And it's like all it needs to be is dumb kids and a dog solving a mystery. That's all it needs to be. And it's... That's... It's, ev- and, 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 it's, it's a it's formula everything that but. has
1: worked for 50 years.
2: Exactly. Uh, nor I there's, there's very few people on Earth that I dislike more than Mike Love from the Beach Boys. But in this case, Mike Love is right. You don't fuck with the formula. Mm-hmm. Like, this doesn't need to be Smile or Pet Sounds. This can be Surfing USA and it will be fine. That is an analogy that will only work for me, but it's okay because we're four people who listen to this. I think it checks out. Um, I think it checks out. Yes. Okay. Let's 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 break the let's get to the plot because there's
1: let's let this thing die on the dissection table. Because we we
2: are we are doing to we are being this movie to this movie. By not just getting. (laughs) Um so the movie starts. Shaggy's a little a little boy. Uh-huh. S- uh, uh, Scooby is a stray. Scooby is stealing a big piece of meat from a butcher. He's being chased by the
1: police. Yeah, he's stealing yeah. the gyro he's meat. meat. He's stealing a gyro, the famously Greek meat that doesn't tie into the ending at all. Yes.
0: Uh this No, they're planting you, careful seeds, Justin. They're the, they're putting grease in your mind.
1: The only, oh, the no, only no, thing they're that planting happens... seeds. This is a fucking buzzfeed article of a film. Sorry, continue for <laughs> The only thing that happens
2: in this in this uh this whole opening sequence of them being little kids that pays off at any way in the later part of the movie is and pays off is so generous um but it's (laughs) scooby getting the collar and then shaggy being a fan of blue falcon don't worry we'll get to that um but the police are upset not because scooby has committed theft but because he's a stray and scooby earns shaggy's trust uh, or vice versa i don't know and then shaggy's like oh this is actually my dog Uh, You can't take him away. He's he's not a stray. He's my dog. And from that, Shaggy and Scooby become best friends because we need to know how these cartoon characters became friends.
1: And can I just... It's the intro to every kid's movie with a dog in it.
2: Yes. Yes. The only blue life that matters is Huckleberry Hound. So, (laughs) now that I've said that... (laughs) I mean, uh, Vern. I, I have bad news. I
1: want on a t-shirt, Vern. God damn, that's. Good.
0: Can I can I address one thing before we leave this opening sequence? Because I do think it is important. Yes. This movie gets basic cinematic language wrong from the literal first second. <laughs> it can allow me. This movie, while we are watching the the WB logo happen mm. in front of our you know the company that proudly gave us the lego movie the best animated mm. movie last decade they start playing tupac's california love now yes when i the audience member start hearing a song before i even see an image from your actual movie that tells me this the movie is set while this song is popular oh. am i wrong you know, no, Iron that's... Man 3, you open with Eiffel's uh, "I'm Blue telling the audience exactly what year the beginning of Iron Man 3 takes place. And that's just a basic example. Mm-hmm. Y- you can open your movie with any song, but if it's playing over the production titles, that tells me this movie takes place in 1993 when California Love is blowing up the charts. But then Shaggy... Gets out his iPod Nano mm. and starts listening to no, an Ira a Glass podcast. It's an i like it's an iTouch. Okay, so that is that's wrong. From the get-go.
2: That's wrong.
0: So that tells me that you only put that song in the movie because it takes place in California. Yes, on Venice Beach. Where there are 40 more popular, more recent songs about California. California girls just being off the dome. Uh, Katy Perry featuring Snoop Dogg.
1: Well, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, but, but AT&T doesn't have access to those
0: songs. You're wrong from a- 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 Street. t which owns Warner Brothers. But am I crazy for saying this? Am I, no, am no, I that's, wrong? That's entirely accurate. And it
2: also leads into a point I'm going to be making later on in the movie, or later on in the review of the movie, in that part of the formula of Scooby-Doo has become leaning into the kitschy aesthetic of Scooby-Doo. Mhm. Sure. Um part of the part it's of the It's very stranger
0: uh, things in that regard. Yes.
2: And also kind of like realizing it's Scooby Doo so they don't have to take it seriously. Um you would have gotten so much mileage out of using like California girls by the Beach Boys. Yeah. Um play Just it make like make it a
1: period piece. Make make it a period piece
2: or make it um this is gonna be the second podcast I, I I talk about this movie on, but make make it the '90s Brady Bunch movie yes. where the Mystery Machine gang is stuck in the '60s, but the rest of the world is present day.
0: Yeah, hilarious! That's a great that's oh, a yeah. great joke no, right there. The
2: Brady Bunch movies are amazing. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, especially that first one. Uh, Jennifer Elise Cox, uh, I'm a big fan. I stand Jennifer Elise Cox as Jan Brady. Um. But there's, an, there's a few other points, and it kind of does that in this movie, but it's one of those things where, like like Shaggy, or excuse me, like Scooby doing the R's instead of other letters twice, it's another thing where it's like they don't do it enough that it becomes mm-hmm. a bit, and they do no. it so late in the movie. It's with Fred and his, uh, his ascot. Yeah. And that's them leaning into the kitschiness of it, but they've not done it at any point prior to the movie, so it doesn't work.
0: Right, but um, after we've met Simon Cowell. Like, the Ascot yes. bit is oh, okay. not... Oh, okay, we'll Again, get okay.
1: Again, further we proof, are... this movie has been in development for a decade when they bring in Simon Cowell, who, for the record, stopped being relevant five years before this okay. movie went into production.
2: Let's let's blow through some points, because I've got a lot to say about this. Let's blow through some plot points. Yeah
1: yeah
0: yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Okay, because... Shaggy lies to a police officer and I don't regret my joke about Huckleberry Hound because Shaggy <laughs> lies to a police officer um Scooby-Doo becomes Shaggy's pet becomes his best friend. Shaggy takes Scooby-Doo home and shows off his collection of Blue Falcon memorabilia. That is very very important.
1: popular character. Hannah we'll Barbera, get to that too because I have a big thing about the Blue that. Falcon.
0: We all love Uh, him. We all remember him. And this is not the first time I've ever seen him. No, no, no.
2: We will get there. We will get there. I have a big thing about that. Okay. okay. Um, so we get into the part of the movie where it, the only part of the movie where it feels like Scooby-Doo and it is Shaggy and Scooby going out on Halloween as little kids and they're in costumes and they're being bullied by, uh little juggalos um they're, and the juggalos. Little juggalos, they're kids in clown makeup <laughs> no they're um, definitely juggalos clown. and the the little juggalos take all the candy that shaggy <laughs> and scooby have collected from trick-or-treating and throw it into a spooky mansion i don't remember quite how it happens but they bump into meat uh, young Fred, young Daphne. Fred, Daff, and don't.
0: Velma, they see the young lad and his dog in need, and Fred comes over wearing his knight-in-shining-armor outfit. Yes. Uh Daphne is, of course, representing another proud Warner Brothers property in uh, Wonder Woman, Wonder and one. Velma, who, as we all know, was the original girl boss, is dressed as Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Another
2: joke that little babies would just... Completely and I'm okay with jokes for adults being in children's movies, but it's not even a joke. You know, no, it's just Bruce
1: Peter Ginsburg stopped being a punchline like two years ago.
2: Yes. It's it's a thing for it's it's a thing for the kids whose mom like the moms for the kids who get this movie, for mm-hmm. the moms to see that and go, Yes, Queen, it's for that. Um
0: So <laughs> And if Scoob the, had been released in theaters you could have at that moment heard the snaps coming from round the theater. Uh, yeah, squeak. Yes. Queen. yes. Uh, um, uh.
2: So the Fred, Daphne, and Velma help Shaggy and, and Shaggy and Scooby are too afraid to go into the spooky house where the Juggalos threw their candy. So Fred, <laughs> Daphne, and Velma help them go into this house, and they encounter a ghost. Right. As well, they should. As well they and should. As they should, absolutely. Um, it is during the sequence that they realize, as they should, this g- 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 ghost is actually a m- 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 man uh, <laughs> in, their, in a rigging system. And also, this man has been uh, not only stealing electronics, but has a elaborate storage setup. Yeah, uh, like a really looks- nice basement. <laughs> Like, it looks like an electronics
0: warehouse. Like, it looks like the back of a He's carpet. got shelving um, for everything. Like, this yeah. is an operation. Really nice lighting. And yeah, again, it's, uh, uh, we know that this man is white because uh, the LAPD let him live at the end of this little escapade.
2: Yes. <laughs> um, we're. I,
0: that Fuck might come audience. out in the edit. That might come out in the edit. It's, uh, it's, it's true, though. It's true. It's, it's, it's true. It's totally I, true. Between the three of us, a lot of folks, we know it, thing, it to be true. It's
1: offensive
2: because it's fucking true, okay? Like, yeah. you gotta grow up, okay? As I, said by a 30-year-old I, man who's talking about Scooby-Doo right now.
0: I don't disagree <laughs> with my statement. I merely do not know if this is the right outlet for it. Yes.
2: <laughs> it's, this is a good point. Good point. Um, So... uh. Very, very, like, like, very, uh, like, democratic socialist podcast.
0: Uh, the <laughs> yeah, Game this podcast. is Chapo. Welcome to Chapo. They they solve a
2: mystery, and the the gang is like, we should do this forever. Um, and they recreate the intro of the original show. Uh, updated. It's you know updated recording of the mm-hmm. song. But um, it's cute. the one it's thing nice.
1: that the 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 thirtieth. Pop cover of Scooby Doo, where are you? Yeah, absolutely. And they do it for
2: every movie. Yes, and you know what? It's a lot of fun. It's that's fine. It's, the it's, m- it's most still good. Fun it's, yeah. you know it's, what? It's the best looking sequence of the movie. Yes, uh, it's the most fun to be had in this movie. There's one thing that's different, and that's Fred having a picnic with the Mystery Machine, replacing Scooby Doo licking cotton candy off of his face. Uh, it's a it's a shot for shot recreation super uh-huh. super super fun uh it is then after that moment we get to uh, it's, it's at that moment the the movie stops being fun and we get to a point <laughs> that I was wanting to talk about earlier. Um, the mystery incorporated Fred Daphne Velma Shaggy mm-hmm. Scooby they they become adults there's a time jump they do a um, hakuna Matata time jump um with simba uh during the (laughs) intro of the the recreation Uh of the intro and it shows mystery incorporated Mm. as adults um we hear shaggy talk and i don't know about you guys i'm a big will Will forte fan oh we love
0: will forte big 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 will forte
2: fan it is horribly distracting to see shaggy talk shaggy rogers talk and not sound like shaggy rogers
1: it's, yes. So, will this movie finally put to bed the fact that actors are not voice actors? Because, no, they're not. No, because like, here's the thing. I hope, but... If you were casting a live-action movie of this cast, they'd be great. Zach Efron, sure. Amanda Seyfried, Gina Rodriguez, Will Forte, all as the gang, is great. But when they're yeah, just right. in a small room yelling into a microphone, they all sound so checked out.
0: Yeah, and, yes. if, and these roles have been going on for decades and decades, and a lot yeah. of different people have played them. Um, you know, uh, again, Matthew Lillard, li- notably in live action and cartoon as Shaggy. Mm-hmm. Um, you have uh, Gray DeLisle who's been playing Daphne for a hundred years. Frank um, and Welker
1: has played Fred in every incarnation since the original show.
0: Exactly. So, you know, and you don't have to use those people. I get it. You want to do your own thing. But, you want to make people um, relevant.
1: You want to make you want to make them relevant to the kids, like Gina Rodriguez and
0: right. Zac Efron. But let's let's do what we do on this feed when we come to when we talk about these movies. I want to do a little performance review as these performances become relevant. Okay, um, gotcha. So first on the chopping block, Will Forte. It's a pass fail system. Um, Will Forte as Shaggy. Pass, I, but it's not a good pass. Yeah, I think it's a mild pass. It's. Fine. They don't give, I mean, Will Forte in, you know, today is the 10th anniversary of MacGruber, the funniest movie last decade. The um, yeah, Last Man on Earth, like what a versatile performer he is. They don't give him any mm-hmm. of his strengths to do in this movie. Uh, it's no. a soft, a soft pass. I, I I think it's a soft
2: fail. As much as okay. it's barely a pass, I think it's that much of a fail. Mm-hmm. Sure, um, sure. It's just to me, it's just like Shaggy is so well known. It's just like it's Batman if his cape and his cowl was red. It's the problem. Just, it doesn't. Oh, it's
1: not right. You know. Well, what I, mean? I think what's doesn't... wrong with it is he never sounds scared.
0: No, never, not once. It's a very monotone. It's like all of his. It's like Robert Downey Jr. in Doolittle. All of his deliveries are at the exact same tone and intonation. Mm -hmm. They they are never. If you looked at a wave form of Will Forte's audio in this movie, it would all be exactly the same height and intensity. Yes, Yes. it's always Um, right. Will Forte
2: for all the reasons Kevin mentioned. Um, and all, and more because, uh, Nebraska is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that movie, Nebraska, but like. Clone
0: high. Like, we could go on and on. He just, he does not
2: do any service to this movie. Mm-mm. Um, like, and if you're, I'm, I, I love you, Will, but like, if you're going to cast an SNL person, if you're going to change the cast and you're going to cast an SNL person as Shaggy get Bill Hader to do a Shaggy Rogers
0: impersonation. Yes! Correct. Yes. 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 They,
1: okay. If if they ever make a Jetsons movie and they don't cast Bill Hader as George Jetson, they're doing something wrong.
0: That would be legitimately Absolutely. upsetting. Yeah. Uh, and um, also uh, if they ever make a multiple man uh, movie, Bill Hader. Anyway, now that's officially on the record. But yeah, so our, record. our gang... Has come at a no, crossroads. No, no, do, they we, need. we want to do the others? Uh, Fred, Velma, Daphne? We'll do them as they become a little bit more uh, uh, relevant in the in the we'll, story. We'll
2: sprinkle them through this. Exactly. Um, do
0: they ever become uh, really relevant to the good story? Point. A couple of them, a couple times. Barely. Uh, which is a big problem of this movie. And again, say what you will about the live-action movies from the 2000s, but like everyone's contributing. They They, all have their role. Everyone
1: seems to actually like being who they're cast as.
0: I think everyone's having a tremendous amount of fun in those movies. They're very kitschy. They're very 2000s. Uh, I think as far as being an adaptation of Scooby-Doo, doing what they're doing, not bad. You know, those movies have mysteries. Those movies have people being unmasked. <laughs> those movies have uh, uh, plots and jokes. Uh, but anyway, so our, our gang is hard up on, on cash. So they, of they wanna course, turn... enlist. Yeah, they they want to go corporate. So yes. they, of they course... They want to
1: make... They want to bring forward the incorporated part of mystery and corporate. They want to publicly trade
0: uh, <laughs> mystery. <laughs> uh,
2: they want to they wanna sell stocks and mystery. You know, they want to... Yeah. They want to Vince yes. McMahon it. Um, Absolutely. And
0: so so they enlist the help of who else but Simon? Simon Cowell. Cowell. And it's
2: actually now, Simon Cowell. It's him doing the voice. Playing Scooby-Doo himself. Is 60 years
0: old.
1: Who who looks worse than when he was on the Shrek 2 bonus feature, by the yes, way? Yes. <laughs> that that is um, a
0: point that I want to bring up because this was happening in front of my eyes. And I said. They did far, far away idol in the end credits of Shrek, fucking two, which was 100 years ago. Now, <laughs> Scooby Doo is not averse to celebrity endorsement, celebrity cameos. He teams up with the Harlem Globetrotters, Mama Cass. Those 2000s movies we now, just their mentioned have
1: incarnation is Scooby Doo, guess who? And it's featuring like guest stars like Wanda
0: Sykes. Yeah, exactly. And, and the 2000s and movies, which I just brought up, have Pamela Anderson and Sugar Ray in them. But here's my issue with Simon Cowell being in this movie. That would be like if they put Pamela Anderson and Sugar Ray in a Scooby-Doo movie today, right now. <laughs> That's the issue, Simon, is that you are Simon dusting Cowell off a 400-year-old this. mad TV sketch to be in this movie. Simon Cowell being in
2: this makes this feel more dated than the original run of the original series. And I think this movie could have been served so well by leaning into that kitschy aesthetic. And if you're not going to do, um, I guess, like, the most relevant, like, counterpart to Simon Cal now would be, like, one of the hosts of The Masked Singer. But if you're not- Ken
0: Jeong, who's like, in this movie!
1: Yeah, yeah. If he, he would, would be, be an, an that, may, If they let Ken Jeong play himself as an investor. Okay, I amazing. am trying to fun. more fascinating than
2: fun. Simon Cowell.
1: Absolutely,
2: absolutely. Um, what Senior I think Chang they should have himself. done... What I think they should have done... I think they should have just really leaned into that as aesthetic. And who cares if the audience... If the young children doesn't know it. Because it's still funny. And who cares if the actors that I'm going to mention are not still living. Because... There are impersonators out there. You should have the Mystery Machine Gang, Mystery Incorporated, talking about, like, we've got a... I can't believe it. We've got a huge celebrity going to invest in our company. And maybe have Daphne, like, oh, is it Zac Efron? Oh, is it so-and-so? Sure, and it's sure. Don Knotts or Davy <laughs> Jones? <laughs> oh, Like, screw. it should have been one of those folks.
0: It should have been... I mean, you were talking, and I was like, all right, Paul McCartney, you know, yeah. like, or Ringo. You know, okay, we're doing, like, a kitschy thing here oh my if god you please. gotta be re- if you gotta be relevant like i don't know how how expensive is it to get chris hemsworth like really for like a cameo if we mm-hmm. gotta stay relevant get get nick Offerman. like who cares okay. no but no no if you, know, you want to be Callum. relevant
1: just get elon musk to like do it if like he's Ew. the one no he's the famous business person people know for better Ew. and for worse no your Warner and Brothers, Baldwin, like you're Warner Get Alec Baldwin doing a Donald Trump, Trump, Trump like Rick and Morty.
2: You don't. Uh you're, you're Warner Brothers, you're trying to promote your other stuff. Get Galgado. You know? Fuck um, it. Yes. I think I really think like I'm gonna bring it up again and Daniel Radcliffe. I, I'm gonna bring it up again like God, it's such a good joke. Still to this day. It's such a good joke where in the nineties Brady Bunch movie. Marsha Brady is so excited that she's getting Davy Jones to pre, pre, uh, appear at their prom that's a good joke because the audience has no idea who it is like it's a good joke like and for fuck's sake joke? like the Scooby Doo game for Xbox 360 the person who gives you the tutorial like levels and tells you how to play the game is Don Knotts it's someone doing a Don Knotts impersonator <laughs> that's great. impersonation the character model is Don Knotts like, it's a funny joke. Like, in the and, kids... And, and he, and, it doesn't matter yeah, if kids look. don't know who Don Knotts is, because that's the funniest-looking motherfucker in the universe. It's the funniest-sounding it. motherfucker in the universe. The
1: kids will just think it's funny.
0: Get Carol like, O'Connor and, and, and from All in the And listeners, you have family. to understand,
1: listeners, this wouldn't matter if this was a cameo, but Simon Cowell's presence in the movie is probably the most significant
0: subplot in the film. <laughs> It's yes. like crucial to the story that Simon Cowell appear when he does. <laughs> like
1: they, they, like they constantly go back and say, "Wow, I can't believe Simon Cowell said that to us."
0: Yeah, it's... and uh, and Shaggy and Scoop sing uh, "Shallow" from "A Star Is Born," which already feels like a fucking moldy oldie. Uh, but fine, it's an animated movie. They take a long time to make. Um, That's going
1: in my lexicon. Oh, thanks. It's,
2: it's just, and I know, like, people listening to this, I know you, you hate us by this point, but it's just like.
0: It's yeah, you can turn off. S- we got the download. It's, it's fine.
2: A, yeah, you can turn it off. Um, it's it's just. Hey, Spider-Man. It's frustrating. Turn because off Because it's tarp. such a simple thing to have gotten right. You mm-hmm. you. It's more work to get it wrong than it is to get it right.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and I, and is Fox a Time Warner property? Like, why would you? No, no. It's Disney it? now. Yeah, he's not even under contract. So, like, why? Maybe. Okay. Now, here's a secret theory I have. Okay. That these Simon Cowell voice lines were recorded ten years ago for a previous version of this movie. Mm-hmm. And they just Maybe, had yeah. the wave files sitting on a fucking disk drive no, somewhere, I, I, and they're they, like, "Can we get <laughs> Simon you, you Cowell?" They,
1: car- they carry fishered him. They just used <laughs> leftover. <laughs> 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 to left to over be money. fair, yeah, they grandma turd him With into the, the movie. of Simon-, Simon Cowell actually died in two th- 2017. twenty seventeen. We're just taking the
0: videos. <laughs> be.
2: To be fair, the CG model of Simon Cowell in this movie looks better than the CG model of uh, Carrie Fisher in Rogue One. Rogue One, to absolutely,
0: a hundred percent, hundred percent. To
2: be fair, to be fair, this CG model of Simon Cowell looks more like Carrie Fisher than the <laughs> Carrie Fisher model in Rogue One.
1: Okay, okay. So, so long story short, Simon Cowell Jesus. explains the group dynamic. To the audience, and then says, Shaggy yes. and Scooby don't contribute anything. It's and Scooby-Doo. It's very complex. If, they, if they're still in it.
2: And the more I think about... I'm going to have a fucking aneurysm at the end of this
1: podcast.
2: The more I think about it, if you're going to do an American Idol joke, do Randy Jackson so he can look at Scooby and say, that's a no from me, dog. <laughs> like, come on. It's snatching... Defeat from the jaws of victory. It's such a simple thing to get oh right, God. and they, they fuck it up so badly. All right, it's Simon Cowell is a
0: three-way fail from all of us. Simon Cowell failed. Oh,
1: dra- Simon Cowell as himself go to fucking Hades with Cerberus.
0: Yes, <laughs> I hope you stay, stay there. in hell, Simon Cowell. You and, and Shaggy. I wish Shaggy fucking buzzer. stayed in hell. I hate this movie.
2: <laughs> Warner um, Brothers does not have talent. I'm hitting the buzzer. Go get out. Leave. We gotta it's, move on from this scene before did. I shoot myself. Well, no,
1: it's, it's, <laughs> Shaggy and, and so Scoob... So, all that happens next is now the movie actually starts.
0: Yes. Yeah, they, Shag and Scoob the, the, go bowling, and uh, they, they encounter a robots. shameless minions ripoff. A yes. shameless, yes. the most blatant attempt to make new minions I've seen in a very long time.
2: Yes, it is... We'll we'll get to that. There is a very blatant not only minions but just like Despicable Me, Gru ripoff. Um, yeah. They go to Takamoto Bowl, Shaggy and Scooby okay are That's Is that a, a reference? Takamoto, the
1: guy who developed the characters. Okay, gotcha. thank you. Because I was There's like, few- this
0: is so specific. It Is must that, yeah, be yeah, yeah, a reference. Yeah, yeah,
1: his name was Asao Takamoto. He was a Japanese There's a animator. few
2: references in this movie. Later on, they go to Messick Mountain, named after Don Messick. There's a few uh, mm-hmm. Scooby-Doo, like, references that don't fit because they feel like Scooby-Doo. Um, <laughs> but the... Turns out the bowling pins at this bowling alley are evil robots, and they yes. are the minion ro- ripoffs. offs Sure. Uh, they chase after Shaggy and Scooby and just whenever all hope is lost for our heroes uh shaggy and Scooby are abducted uh by blue falcon uh, no okay. blue falcon son. son yes
0: his and his to quote the movie his large adult son um his large now adult son. there is okay I want my one bit of praise for this movie is going to come from the bowling alley. And it is not the sequence we just described, but later when Fred and them are looking for oh, Shaggy God. and Scooby, and they are talking to the uh, cashier woman, and it is the only scene in the movie that got genuine laughs out of me, where <laughs> she's like, oh yeah, they came in here, and it sounded like they were really dejected by the friends that they've known for their entire lives, and it felt like they really didn't have... A, like, it... Her just." Yeah. Dis- just it's i don't know it's a joke you've seen before but it got a lot of legitimate laughs, <laughs> out of me i don't know who played her but she gets a hard pass like yes, she's yeah, okay. the funniest yeah. person good, good in the movie good
1: character voice work yeah. it's a it's well a joke
2: done. that it's a joke that would appear in an airplane or a naked gun movie mm-hmm. and it's yeah so it's yeah i'm into yeah. it so
0: it's, it's just funny. a good it was funny. I, I
2: laughed it's it's a good it's a good bit they are abducted and they meet shaggy's hero blue falcon and this is this is my big thing. This is the thing I've been sitting on, and I don't know if this is a thing that maybe this is gets cut from the podcast and is treated as a deleted scene or a bonus app or something. Maybe it sits in this uh, podcast that's already fifty-one minutes long, and I, I don't I don't even really know how to approach it. But it's a thing where if I don't get it out, it will become an aneurysm. So for my health, we have to do we this. Have. Well, Jordan um,
0: Peele, get out.
2: We meet Shaggy's hero, Blue Falcon, and folks at home, I know you've never heard of Blue Falcon, but Blue Falcon is a Hanna-Barbera property, Mm -hmm. and I don't know how we want to go about this. You guys, I got some ideas, but I got to thinking whenever I was watching this movie, I had to pause the movie to put this together. I have in front of me, that's the, nope. Oh, oh boy. I have. Foley. Foley. A list of Hanna-Barbera, Hanna-Barbera properties in order of recognition.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. Scooby-Doo number one with a bullet. Scooby-Doo and it's not, is not even close. number
2: one with a bullet. And Kevin, exact quote. I wrote number one, Scooby-Doo, in an asterisk with a bullet.
0: Ah, now, yes.
2: I have, after Scooby-Doo, I have what is four, but maybe three categories of Hanna-Barbera properties. Okay. And I don't know if you just want to guess where Blue Falcon is on this list, or if you just want me to go through it, but... All right,
0: let's I can... let's play a little guess. Let's turn it into a okay. guess. Okay. okay. So my guess for number two mm-hmm. is Flintstones. I, I agree.
1: They have the cereal and the vitamins.
0: Exactly. You are, they both, still... you are both correct. Great. My, my and... guess for number three would be okay. Jetsons. Uh,
1: yes. You hear their music in commercials sometimes, and also their
0: killer sound
1: design shows up a lot.
0: Yeah. The, the, re- the retro futurist aesthetic has, yes, has yes. stuck And around. every
2: once in a while, you'll hear uh, a bit like, the other day on All Elite Wrestling Dynamite, I heard Rosie the Robot re- reference.
0: Yes. Exactly. Um, and they, they recently, and we're talking like two years ago, did a movie with the WWE. <laughs> so. Yes.
2: Um, you are both correct. The Jets is number
0: three on this list. And then um, after that is a huge gulf. It's a big canyon until the next y- And character. then it's
1: Yogi Bear. And then
0: it's Yogi Bear. Yeah, Yogi.
1: And, I and do then it's finger. all downhill from there.
2: Yogi Bear is number four on this list. Okay, so yeah. I'm not an insane person. This list treks. No, this uh, list
0: checks out absolutely.
2: So, do you... Okay, so after Yogi Bear, I've got Huckleberry Hound...
0: Sure. Uh, Snagglepuss.
2: Snagglepuss is on this list. But tw- after Huckleberry Hound, I have uh after Huckleberry Hound I have the Smurfs.
0: Are they Hanna-Barbera?
2: They are Hanna-Barbera. No. The animated cartoon oh, they are? is the oh, animated the cartoon, cartoon, cartoon was made by Hanna-Barbera. Gotcha. Okay. There's there's a few things like Hanna-Barbera like there's a I few, would like, put asterisks. Smurfs
0: above Huckleberry Hound. If Smurfs are on this list, but okay, I you know they did have not them as Hanna Barbera. They're not
1: iconically Hanna. If they don't show up on Harvey Birdman, they're not Hanna (laughs) Barbera.
2: Okay, (laughs) Justin, you made you you brought up another thing. This is why I said there is four, but maybe three categories because I see lab because I I have a special case category, and that is characters that are Hanna Barbera, but you may not know are Hanna Barbera. Birdman <laughs> slash Harvey Birdman is number two on that list. Space Ghost is number one.
1: Yeah, Sea lab
2: is number three. Godzilla um,
1: with his buddy Gadzooks.
2: Godzilla, Gadzooki, the Fantastic Four cartoon. Um, Super Friends. Oh, okay. Super Friends. And then there's a... I found whenever I was putting this list together... Hanna-Barbera is a powerhouse of animation. They've oh produced my so much. They were the only Absolutely? really
1: active animation studio in the 70s.
2: Yes. Absolutely. And I put together, like, whenever I was putting this list together, I found that there's neat categories for each. There's, like, a Phase 1 Hanna-Barbera, a Phase 2 Hanna-Barbera, and there's a Phase 3 Hanna-Barbera, but that Phase 3 Hanna-Barbera is a is where it could be also the special case category because everyone knows Johnny Bravo. Everyone knows the Powerpuff girls. Everyone knows Dextra's lab, but they may not know that Hanna-Barbera made those cartoons. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. They are iconically cartoon network, not iconically Hanna-Barbera. If that makes sense.
2: Yes. So just to finish up phase one, and this can, this can be argued either way. Stone's, Jetsons, Yogi Bear, Huckleberry Hound, Smurfs, The Snorks, uh Top oh. Cat, Snagglepuss, Oggy Doggy and Doggy Daddy. Uh, I have a tie between Grape Ape and Magilla Gorilla. Same um, oh, thing. excuse me. Um excuse me. Um after <laughs> I'm a insane I'm insane person, after Snorks but before Top Hat, I have Quick Draw McGraw.
1: Yes. Yes. Um
0: yes, man. And bad. then at
2: the and at the bottom, and there's way more. Like, I didn't include Adam Ant. There's a lot more, but, like, at, yeah. at the very bottom of this phase one list. Because, like, at a certain point, you get into, like, you get really in the weeds. But at the, the hair very bottom Bear of,
0: Bunch. Laffy
2: yes. Larry and Hardy Har Har. Exactly. At the bottom of this <laughs> list for phase one, I have Peter Potamus. Then we get into phase two of Properties. <laughs> oh, God. And I know I sound like an insane person, but it's fine. A little bit.
1: Okay, is this where we get to, like, the Roman holidays and the Chang gang and the huddles?
2: Okay, so I think
1: this tracks.
2: I think this tracks. And hear me out. So, first on the list of phase two, I have a tie. Because this one character is from a show, but folks may not put two and two. I have a tie between Wacky Races and Dick Dastardly.
1: It's the same thing.
0: It's the same thing.
2: And it's the same thing, but some folks may not know. Yeah. After that, I have Josie and the Pussycats. I will ask, do you think that tracks? Do you? I could see us going either way. Do you I think would, Josie and the Pussycats is higher than
1: Wick Wacky Races, or yes, yeah, well, the, yes. but just because of the live action movie. Yes,
0: but, yeah, but at this point, like the your list is essentially right, even if I would move some properties around. Yeah, like it's okay. it's essentially right, and
2: there is a point to all this. Um. After Josie and the Pussyca- Pussycats and Dick Dastardly on 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 this list, we have uh, we have Hong Kong Phooey. That
1: was I Richard after, Pryor, wasn't it?
2: It was um it was the guy who plays Dick O'Halloran in The Shining.
1: That's it. That's it.
2: Scatman Crothers. So after Hong Kong Phooey, I have Johnny Quest. After Johnny Quest, I have Jabberjaw. After Jabber mm-hmm. after Jabberjaw, I have Speed Buggy. And after Speed Buggy, I have banana splits and then after the banana splits i have blue falcon
0: yeah absolutely. i mean i had never in my life heard of him until this film
1: they actually tried doing a scooby-doo blue falcon crossover before where shaggy and scooby wanted to see the blue falcon movie remake at comic-con oh and meet Sounds up with great. the original Blue Falcon well, and Dino Mutt.
2: My point what I was trying to get at with this and I have some questions about it, but like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty on this list, Blue Falcon is at number twenty one on list of Hanna Barbera properties in order of rec of recognition. And this is, is before we about even right? touch Wally Gator. Wally Gator is not on this list. The Wonder Twins aren't on this or on this list. Devlin, you know, like no one knows Devlin. No one knows the sure. space <laughs> races or the Laugh Olympics. Like yeah. people know Kevin Chicken and I Am Weasel, but they may not know it's Hanna Barbera. For sure. My question is like: Is I, Blue Falcon is at twenty one? Is he in this movie because? He's the most recognizable of all the cheapest Hanna-Barbera properties.
1: No, it's because he's a superhero, and the superheroes are hot.
0: Yes, it is a superhero, and they want to, Iron Man 2 Black Widow style, sort of backdoor this character into the universe by, by carrying him on the back of a much more popular... Property is the idea. I get that. My he, count- get that. he's, he's oh. also
1: a Hanna Barbera property with a dog sidekick.
0: Yes. yes. Dog sidekick spaceship superhero. Okay. It it checks out. Why you think people might go for him?
2: If you're trying to set up a Hanna Barbera cinematic universe, like you're not going to waste the Flintstones or the Jetsons or no. anything on this. No. Like you're going to make them their own movie.
1: Yeah. It's the, yeah. The the royalties for those are too expensive.
2: Be with him I don't know, like with I get I get I get that he's a superhero and I get that like they can't get Fantastic Four. Yeah. But like with him being twenty one on this list, which though insane is correct, I can't understand
0: like why he
1: is in this film. It's because he's, a, he's superhero, a superhero but and they need a, an adversary for Dick Dastardly, who's also in the spoilers. But the but the Do thing you, and we'll get
2: there. But the you, thing is too, like
0: no.
2: part of this movie. I think is like nostalgia bait. But not only do they have Blue Falcon wrong and we'll get there, but they have Dick Dastardly and Dynomet wrong. It's just because he's a superhero and it's just like he's a superhero it doesn't matter like everything else is irrelevant.
0: I don't know. I just Essentially, like Essentially. Yeah. I mean yeah, that's that's I just, basically it. You you're, I don't, you've hit it home, buddy.
2: I don't I don't know what the I don't know what the, um, the mirror image of this for a Marvel movie or for a DC movie is, but it's just like, I can't imagine like, all right, we're going to go all in on this. We're going to uh-huh. make an Iron Man movie. But the secondary character in Iron Man movie being
0: like Jubilee. Mm-hmm. No, please. No. Uh, Blue Falcon is not, nothing compared to Jubilee. We're talking Red Hawk. Yeah. We're talking. Okay. <laughs> we're, I mean, what, we're obviously. Yeah, talking Red Black Hawk is the opposite
2: Knight. of Blue Falcon. What, yes, what,
1: exactly. what, what they'd have to do, <laughs> for him to do it.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, his name is Red Wolf. I apologize to all hmm. you fucking Marvel Comics yeah. fans. His name is what Red up? Wolf
1: even um, better because
0: a
2: wolf's on land and a falcon's
0: in the air exactly exactly
1: you anyway, po- know anyway Vern, if they wanted to do the crossover they'd want to do what DuckTales is currently doing which is basic which is um, unifying all the disney afternoon shows
0: into one series um, so like darkwing duck is around yes, and he's like also, a character yeah, in also the universe. like the
1: gummy bears get a shout out Chip and Dale oh, okay. get a cameo. Goofy's in it. Wh- and dressed like he is in the goof in the Goof Troop.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, that's um, the idea. But we we I I feel we must segue God. back into Okay. Uh, so, okay the so, film. so
1: performance reviews, real quick. Uh, Mark Wahlberg as fail. Van Falcon's shitty son.
0: Hard fucking fail. Why? Why would you get Mark Wahlberg for this? Wahlberg is such a specific performer. He needs to be low status so he can come back at you with his Boston Strong. And you have him... He's
1: best when his character is getting blunt force trauma to the skull.
0: Exactly. Like, he needs to be in that position. Here's a rough list of people I'm coming up with right now that would have been a better fit for this part. Chris Evans, Stephen Colbert. Anyone with a slightly resonant voice that can do the superhero thing. Like the You can't. Hello, you here can't I do am. It
2: again because it's already been done. But like you have to make the same move where you get Will Arnett playing Batman.
0: Yeah. Yes. You have Channing to make that same Tatum. move. I mean, it's there the list is almost Endless, and you—you Will Ferrell, his daddy's home co-star. If you want to do like a completely comedic performance of this, Mm -hmm. Uh, Jason Sudeikis, like fucking anyone, and you got Mark Wahlberg. And well, no, well, no. Okay,
1: in all fairness, Mark Wahlberg uh, needed to get some uh, needed to get something something from his public record expunged after he uh, gouged out the eyes of Morocco
0: Mole.
2: Oh, gotcha. Uh, that makes sense.
0: Okay, Uh, alright. Kevin, you can cut that. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, Mark Wahlberg was arrested in 1984 for beating up Hong Kong fooey for no reason. Um... And since we're cutting things out... uh, (laughs) Okay.
2: Turns out, like, Mark... Since we're cutting things out, Mark Wahlberg, uh... Uh, committed bestiality with the two stupid dogs. Um... (laughs) Also a Hanna-Barbera property. Since um, we're cutting things out. I know, we, I know we said we're getting cut, but I have a feeling that's going to be on the floor. I imagine that's staying in. Um, so,
0: <laughs> I'll never tell. So, you'll have to listen to find out.
2: <laughs> so so Blue Falcon is in this movie, and like I said, no one knows this movie. He's 21 on a list. Mm-hmm. Blue Falcon, um, he dabs. You love to him. To be fair, it's Blue Falcon's son, so it's okay that his character is completely wrong, being someone said, said by someone who knows Blue Falcon. But it is established that that is the original Dinomut. Um, and Dinomut's personality is completely wrong because Dinomut's personality in Hanna-Barbera properties is the exact same as Scooby-Doo's. Yes. Yeah, he is
0: a Hanna-Barbera do. dog. So he goes, rail, rah, 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 and that is yep. what he does. <laughs> he is a so- Hanna-Barbera dog character. <laughs> So, yes. so And they have they, a wise Ken Jong, as a very befuddled dino Yeah.
1: dino is the straight man in the movie. And, exact, and you can't
2: make a character named dino the straight man. Like, you can't. You just can't do that. Like,
0: Dino-Mutt.
2: Um, but it's it's been alluded to. Um, if you're going to have a superhero, you have to have a supervillain. And that brings us to Uh, dick dastardly is in this movie um dick dastardly is and i know no one knows dick dastardly or wacky races but he is also completely wrong because in this movie he is competent
1: okay no okay i would argue no he doesn't he fucks up almost all all the time (laughs) yes and no
0: because he does wheels. get the three skulls of Cerberus, which That's are the true. plot of this movie. Yeah. He he is a he is very competent at disguise and subterfuge, at times he taking has... the place of A, Fred, and B, Christina Hendricks as a hot cop because Scoob is aggressively pro cop. <laughs> Scoob and, uh, loves cops. And we,
2: are, and we are aggressively anti, as we've established. Um uh, which is why we hate and, Scoob. But but also uh he emulates uh he emulates uh Simon Cowell, spoiler alert for this movie that no one Yes, could watch. so
0: that is that is three pronged incredibly successful subterfuge. He successfully also, built a gateway to hell. <laughs> he built a gateway to hell and he builds also built two
1: gateways
2: to hell. Yeah. He builds two and also his sidekicks listen to him. <laughs> like yeah. that doesn't happen in wacky races. He is competent in this movie. Like okay, and that's that is fair. That's wrong. But, <laughs> like, but that's however,
0: wrong. but however, Jason Isaacs as Dick Dastardly, biggest pass of the film, biggest masterful. Pets. It's so good because he he's understands having a...
1: that Dick Dastardly is just oh, he's so good at
0: it. His name is Dick Dastardly. He has a big curly mustache and a big pointy chin. You play him exactly one way, and Jason Isaacs, God love him, does exactly the correct thing biggest pass my only strong confident pass of the entire film the one legitimately good character even though he is wrong from his original portrayal yes dick dastardly i
2: if if the character was named nick (laughs) Rastardly, if his name was anything other than dick dastardly if his name was like Rick Rassery. Rick Wrong, <laughs> if his name was Bill Rick Bad, wrong. you know if it was I'm Rick if it was, Wrong, if it was, if it was Rick Wrong, if it was Bill Bad, if it was
1: <laughs> Nick Nasty,
2: Nick, Nick Nefarious, nasty. if it was anything other than Dick Dastardly, uh, sure I'd be fine sure. with it. But like, he doesn't even look like Dick Dastardly. His, his you his know nose his nose is too small. His head's too big. Yeah, that His too. His body's
1: too big. <laughs> it's he, also all wrong. All wrong. he also doesn't wear the trench coat. He spends most of the movie in jeans and a black t-shirt. And he doesn't wear the hat. This this does this... Having it done this way,
2: like, it does nothing for the kids watching this movie, and it does even less for the adults uh-huh. watching this movie, because he, the adults watching this movie are like, that's wrong. You know what I mean? It's just... They're sure, gonna sure. know... When we introduce Blue Falcon and when we introduce Dick Dastardly, and we'll get there, but, like, Daphne, Velma, and Fred take a back seat. Yes. And they are barely in this movie about
0: Scooby-Doo. Mm-hmm. They and, only exist to drive a van and give exposition about plot lines they are not involved in. Yes. That is their yes. only role in this film. They are to and, provide and exposition
2: captured. dumps. And, like, it doesn't work. I know it's not technically Scooby-Doo. It's Scoob!
1: But, like... <laughs> we don't have, have time have for to... the rest of the gang! I, I can't we believe to,
0: it's like... not Scooby-Doo.
2: Space Jam works because it's Bugs, Daffy, Tweety, and Taz. It would not work if the team was Bugs, then Foghorn Leghorn, <laughs> then Granny, then the Tiny Elephant, then Peppy LePew.
0: Pew. <laughs> like, <laughs> sure, 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 sure. Yeah. I understand. Right. when you When you make... Looney Tunes back in action, which I like just rewatched, you know, big on Daffy, big on Bugs, good set pieces for FUD, Taz, and Yosemite Sam, mm-hmm. and very brief, you know, good, good showcase Candyous. for Wile E. Coyote, right? Like they get you one can... set piece and yes, they wisely with them. They wisely barely include Pepe Lepew, very wisely barely include uh, uh, Granny, <laughs> you know, uh, although this is just a small thing on Looney Tunes back in action. One, Space Jam does not deserve to lick Looney Tunes boots like Looney Tunes back in action has fucking jokes in it, which Space Jam does not, and two, it does feature a scene where Matthew Lillard is having lunch with Shaggy and Scooby-Doo and they are pissed (laughs) off about his performance in the movie, and Scooby (laughs) threatens to turn him into a Scooby snack so, uh, uh, very good film, Looney Tunes back in action check it out, it's on Netflix
1: Joe Joe Dante, like, knows what he's doing with that
0: movie. Joe Dante knows what he's doing fucking gremlins, small soldiers, Looney Tunes man knows what he's doing (laughs) It's weird
2: how the guy who's best friends with Chuck Jones knows how to make a Looney Tunes movie. Um,
0: so. I'm sorry. We segue away. Also, Brendan Fraser plays Brendan Fraser's disgruntled <laughs> stunt double. That's um, so fucking good! It's so good. It's that Ocean's 12 shit that I love. Um uh, he he play the Brentmeister does his own stunts, so we follow Brenton Fraser's disgruntled stunt dump. Any anyway, Scoob. Scoob! Yeah,
1: Scoob. Scoob. back ba- Scoob. Okay, so this is where we get the actual like plot, like the story of Scoob. Which yes. is the worst fucking thing they could have done. Which is something serious sh- and important.
0: It's a serious important. MacGuffin hunt. <laughs> And starring right. that you
1: don't even see the MacGuffins. You don't see them till the end. <laughs> and
2: it's all tied into real life,
1: right? Scooby
2: <laughs> is a, Scooby is a descendant of Alexander the Great's dog. Whenever I heard about this. In a text from my friend Justin, I thought he was playing a goofum. No. It's a real thing in a movie. It's like a parody it's, of what you would do if you were overwriting a movie yes. and they do it in real life. Yeah,
1: no, it, it's the example, it's a textbook example of a bad producer's note. It's something right, they heard their kid talk about in history class and they want to feel like they're contributing to the project.
0: All right, boys, and real quick, real right. quick. The, the the descendant... The the genealogical line that Scooby-Doo follows is that of Alexander the Great's dog. Yes. This movie is the first time I have ever heard of this dog. No, me right too! Right now, the it's three... Like, right, it's not a right famous now, dog! <laughs> yeah, right now, the three of us. Let's come up with some f- actual famous dogs Scooby-Doo could be a descendant of. All right, Hound of the Baskervilles. Um fucking
2: the dog in space
0: okay no
1: how about the first dog that was ever man's best friend and we have Captain Caveman tell you this right
0: you could you could do a prehistoric dog. You could do there's so there are so many famous dogs in stories and in real life that you could make a fucking movie about Scooby Doo being descended. If you must, if you must make Scooby Doo the descendant of a famous dog, at least pick one that anyone has ever no, no, heard no, of. Here's
1: also, the problem and though
0: <laughs> there aren't any famous
1: dogs. <laughs> there aren't. There just aren't. They don't matter to history! But if you are going to do that, like, make him the descendant of Sundar, Checker's Nixon's dog, and no one wants to
0: <laughs> make Scaffy 2 his Checker's descendant! Scaffy 2! And that's where they get the money from, Nixon! <laughs>
2: Ah, oh, guys! Scooby. You remind no, no, me of no, no, my guys, precious Nixon, dog, no, the like
0: Dick Dastardly is Nixon's
1: descendant. <laughs>
2: I don't care if you guys heard it or not. Instead of a Hellgate, it's a Watergate. Have it be Nixon's dog. <laughs> Thank you. Um, also, if you're going to do the thing where Scooby is a famous descendant. Do the stupid fucking thing where you see like a cave painting of a yeah. guy and a dog that looks just like Scooby. Yes. Do Washington crossing the Delaware with a dog that looks like Scooby in the boat.
1: Or, a or hieroglyphic or, that looks it?
2: like yeah. Scooby Doo. Do do a do it just it's a just a brief like 30 second montage dogs throughout history and they all look like Scooby Doo. Mm-hmm. Just do that. That's all it's gonna be. But they just say like, "Oh, he's he's Alexander the Great's descendant. He's Alexander the Great's dog's descendant."
0: It's like, come on, like it's it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. It's
1: it's the it's just so. It's so complicated. They didn't have to, and not just that, it's Alexander the Great had a treasure in hell that only he (laughs) and his dog could access with their paw prints and the three very real skulls of Cerberus.
0: Justin, it is a it's a standard boilerplate plotline. we've heard it a hundred times. Alexander the Great and his trusty dog buried a treasure in the Greek hell, which is real, which is guarded by the ghost of Cerberus that can only be summoned by the three skulls of Cerberus being united and only the best friendship between a man and a dog can both open and close the gate to hell we've heard this it a hundred
2: times. this isn't a scooby-doo movie <laughs>
1: And boy meets
2: girl. Gone. Girl. Boy loses girl. Boy finds three skulls of Cerberus. Boy <laughs> finds. The well, one. No, no,
1: it's <laughs> in, it's in save the cat. It's one of the ten basic plot lines. It's save the. it's it's, it's a second. It's a sequel to save the cat.
0: Save the cat's three skulls. <laughs> um, you learn about it in literature class. There's there's only a few right. kinds of stories. Man versus man, man versus nature. Man finds the three do- skulls of Cerberus and unites with his dog, who is the descendant from Alexander the Great's You've trusty mutt.
2: You heard of Joseph Campbell's man, Hero of a Thousand Faces? How about dog <laughs> of three heads? Um, it's just so wrong. It's so wrong.
1: <laughs> and, and no, and, and Vern, where do they find one of the skulls? What is the one an amusement park? No, oh no, no, the other
0: location. <laughs> the other location. No, the amusement park is so much... It must be discussed that one of the locations is amusement park. Oh, it must... It is it solely so they can have an arcade full of Hanna-Barbera no, no, references? No, it's
1: because they have to justify putting this movie 3D in theaters, but the theaters aren't open, but they have to show the scene anyway.
2: But also, I will say, to this movie's credit, and this is one of the few times I will say something to this movie's credit, an abandoned amusement park is a very great second location for a Scooby Doo thing.
1: Oh, it's perfect! Right. If you were doing um, it's the a second Scooby level of Do Scooby Doo
2: video game for Super Nintendo. I'm I'm sure it happens. I can't. It's been a long time since I've seen the the James Gunn Scooby Doo's. I know what's in one of those, like. The first movie
0: takes place at a haunted amusement park, Spooky Island, run by Mr. Nefarious.
2: It's great if you've already done a spooky mansion, which this movie kind of did, like, you do Abandoned Amusement Park second. Amusement Park
0: and or Circus.
2: Or Circus, yes. I mean, Uh they, they, because they blur together very well.
0: And the third Um, being some sort of mining or western town. A ghost town. Yes, ghost town and Um, or
2: ship. Yeah. It's... It's, there's a, whenever they arrive at the abandoned amusement park, there's a brief, just like, final beat on a heart monitor of a dying person, where it feels like Scooby-Doo. It's just the last, beep. just, that's it. And, and then after that, it's, it's flatline for the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. I can't, I know... The, the third skull is in the the se- sequence of the film's, like, climax, but I can't remember the first skull. No,
1: well, no, the first skull he is in has the Gobi it. Desert, and it happens off-screen. The second skull uh, is at yes. the amusement park. The third skull is on an island, <laughs> hidden Not under a glacier island, for millennia.
0: Not just yes. any island, Justin. The island... Of Captain Caveman, who, who, didn't who even is in this feature movie for... on Burns' list. <laughs> he Captain Caveman is in the Wacky Race's uh, ephemera, is he not? Does no, he not, that's not lump no, under that? No, that's that? not
1: Captain Caveman. That's just other cavemen with the exact yes. same look oh. and voice of him. They're Captain Caveman and the Teen Angels is a completely different franchise. <laughs> Teen angel? Oh well, yeah, oh yeah. The, Are they know, a uh, biker the, no, no, the black woman who's um, the Blue Falcon pilot. She's one of the teen angels, but she's also one of the like three black people in the entire Hanna Barbera canon.
0: Oh, yeah. really? So okay. They, they, well, and all right. They,
1: since... God forbid they make one up, so they got all right, the, the other two thing. being
2: on Sealab
1: Since
0: we uh, have brought no, her no, up for no, the no, first time, which is a bad sign. Movie. All right, since we have brought her up for the first time, uh, and that's a bad sign for how this is going to go, Kiersey Clemens as D.D. Sykes. Fail? What? What's there? Nothing. There's just nothing? Fine. She's fine. They don't give
1: her anything to do.
2: If we're doing the homework grading scale, uh, my grade is incomplete work.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They don't give her anything to do? She, like, only exists to be... In another movie, she's the character that's ignored and then at the end she gets to be the superhero because she was right all along. In this Mm. movie, she's right all along and then you don't see her for, like, the last 30 minutes of the movie because they, like, forgot to animate her. She's just not there.
2: I don't want to... She's... She's Winston Zedemore. She's... (laughs) she barely mean, I, counts as a ghostbuster i hate saying this and it sounds like so bad but unfortunately that's what this is what she is she's this movie's diversity hire.
1: And, and it sucks it sucks like they it couldn't sucks. make it sucks. they couldn't make one of the main gang a person of color like they did it for velma but that's barely. Velma. yeah barely she's yeah. incredible once and that's yeah, and the she is Czech voiced once. by
0: gina rodriguez uh, from, uh, Jane the Virgin and Annihilation, who, I guess, you know, now we've brought it up, uh, it's soft pass. Soft
1: pass, yeah. They don't give her much to do.
2: It's fine. It's, 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 a uh, there's an opportunity, I guess, maybe not with... Daphne, unless you're talking about the thirteen ghosts of Scooby Doo, but like, there's three opportunities for like a strong female character, which is really you know it's important to have, and they yeah. they botch every single one of them. Yes, yeah. I I'm, I'm a big Velma stan, but we this love Velma movies. Mm-hmm. This movie's Velma like does nothing for me. Mm-mm. Like, sure, ba- she passes, but like the movie doesn't care about her. The movie does not care about her. The movie does, the movie not, does care not care about her, her
0: at all. The um, movie does not
2: care about majority of the characters in this movie.
0: No. Um, and we did skip over him earlier. Uh, Ken Jong as Dino Mutt.
1: Fine. Serviceable. He's meant to be an old fuddy-duddy that you're not supposed to like. And guess what? I didn't yeah. like him. Soft serviceable, but Serviceable, but
2: the same thing I said about Dick Dastardly. It's nothing not, like Dino yeah. Mutt. It's not Dino Mutt. Yeah. If, if its name was Robo-Dog... <laughs> It'd be fine,
0: but it's not. If he was Goddard from Jimmy Neutron, yes. Or no,
1: even if they wanted to deviate from what Dino Mutt was, at least make him more interesting than just, like, a surrogate dad. Like, if they want to make him be a fuddy-duddy, then let him lean into being an annoying fuddy-duddy who says, like, obnoxious science jargon. Do some stupid thing where, like... Make a joke about
2: iPhones updating and do a thing where it's like Dynamut's update in the first half of the movie he's he's actually Dynamut, as we all know, he's a stupid dog. Yeah. And then he gets the iPhone update and then it becomes a super serious badass. Yeah, robot. with rocket Let's launches. Do that. Just you know, he gets the he gets the, he gets data's emotion chip. Just do something. Yeah. Like instead he's just this like vanilla white meat, just like annoyed dog, and it doesn't work because it's not it's not the I, I, the Dynamut that we know and know because mm-hmm. we don't know and love him yeah um so they go to an um, an amusement park it's it's just it's a it's for an action beat yeah it's just you know like they're bowling pin robots chasing around there's as kevin mentioned earlier. Uh, three or four hours ago, there was a bunch of uh, arcade machines that have like one says Laugh Olympics on yeah. it. One says There's a
1: Hex movie. Girls yeah. poster, and, and, that's uh, you know, the, and that's when it get that's when to get views for Screen Prism when they inevitably do their video in a month. Yes,
0: exactly. Um, top, they were uh, references
2: you didn't re- re- recognize yeah. from Scoob or whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah, you you only put these Easter eggs in the movie because then you get. Weeks of free publicity from YouTube and and movie news sites that are like here's every Easter egg in Scoob. Mm. and and that's all this is that's why they're in every mm. movie now it's all for this free publicity yes. chain you and gotta why would you out, do
2: it you gotta fill up that crazy connections tab on IMDb you got to you um, got to uh at some point and I I feel like I'm missing a big portion of this but I could be wrong so correct me. But at some point, Shaggy and Scooby become like they join the Blue Falcon
1: Gang and become superheroes
2: or something. No, no, uh, Scoo- Scoob,
1: Scoob, Scoob does because he's important. Scoob does. Scoob, d- d- by dint important. of his quote, e- quote, end quote destiny. It's his his words. It's the, Alexander,
0: the Scooby Doo movie has Scoob's destiny as an important. <laughs> he,
1: he yes. says to shaggy sorry shaggy i have to take my collar off this is for my destiny
2: yes and that's the it's the bare minimum of this movie trying to do something to tug at your heartstrings Shag is, shaggy's upset because he gave that collar to scooby when they were they first met whenever they're they eating the 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 meat and the beach and uh, Shaggy said, I promise I'll never take, or Scooby said, I promise I'll never take this off. And he looked into the camera. Uh, <laughs> and, and the audience said, Oh, okay. I, I, I guarantee that won't come off. Um, and the audience and then, is like,
0: I've never heard of foreshadowing. <laughs> yes. I've never heard of that. Yes, oh, at, at some point. Please don't take your Carlo off. At some
2: point, they they uh, the sun gets blocked out by a giant Roman numeral four, and it's literal <laughs> foreshadowing. Um, it's just... Um, the audience
0: for this movie, which was, you know, after Trolls World Tour made fucking hand-over-fist money on the direct video market from parents that are like, please, God, anything, anything to keep them busy... Um, this, this movie was four-year-olds that their parents were tired of hearing, (laughs) so they just bark them in front of the Uh, school.
2: side note, um, so my, my wife and I do one of those terrible, uh, box-a-month, uh, subscription services, um, but we do, it's, it's called Bark Box. Um, For the dog, um, yeah. It's for the dog, Uh, and it's purely because our dog just, like, yeah, for, for, the for, of... the, yeah. for the dog for the for the dog i don't i don't i don't eat it myself it's for it's for the dog <laughs> i mean i to be fair i couldn't believe it wasn't vegan um, now there are
0: I... nummy treats in there but they're they're for the dog they're not yes. nice <clears throat> um our
2: dog destroys everything that we get her mm-hmm. and it's just like it's just more economically feasible to pay 20 bucks a month to have like six uh stuffed animals sent to our house instead of Paying twelve dollars to get one stuffed animal a month,
0: no, nah, it um, checks out. That nah, it's yeah, there's uh, nothing wrong with it. I use I use uh, uh I have HelloFresh. Like there's those services exist yeah. for a reason. They're nice. So,
2: some of them are not all of them are petty cash grabs. We've been doing BarkBox for a year. We have never had a BarkBox arrive on time. We've,
0: <laughs> we've oh, never no.
2: had a BarkBox <laughs> arrive. Anywhere close to whenever the email from Barkbox said we would get it. There's been times where Barkbox said your Barkbox is on the way, and we never did get one. Um, it's unfortunately it's economically feasible, but and I hope you're listening, folks. Bad Barkbox is a bad company. We've had exactly one Barkbox arrive on time when it said it was going to. And that was this month, and it was a promotional tie-in box for the movie Scoob. <laughs> and what's hilarious and sad about this Scoob bark box? It comes with a stuffed Scooby Doo for her, my dog, to chew on. It comes with a stuffed mystery machine. For so her you can chew wring on. that dog's it, neck. Of course, the, the the treats are Scooby snacks. Yeah. But what's uh, what's hilarious about this bark box? is the promotional packaging all over it that says, Scoob, available only in theaters, May 15th.
0: You <laughs> <laughs> spoke too soon.
2: And if I... I, I can't... Oh, no, in a way, like that's my review of this movie. <laughs> uh, but, um, that's, uh, that's just a, a fun little aside. If you want to check out my Instagram and watch my dog just destroy uh, the mystery the machine, it's, it's, a, it's a good... Uh, um, it's cathartic. So, it's very cathartic. Um, so, Shaggy and Scooby have their, um... You remember that scene in the Little Rascals movie where Fre- uh, Alfalfa and Spanky aren't friends anymore? It's that mm-hmm. moment, but it's not as good as that moment.
1: They have their Twilight um, of the Soul moment.
2: They have their Twilight of the Soul uh, moment from Joseph Campbell's dog, <laughs> from the place, And, um... It's a joke so nice I had to make it twice. And... Uh, still we cut. Fun. We cut to um, uh, it's uh, I, characters mm. that uh belong in the world of Scooby Doo. Fred, Daph- Fred, Daphne, and Velma, and uh,
0: <laughs> they get uh pulled over by a cop, um, who and- is Emmy nominee, if not winner, Christina Hendricks from TV's yes. Mad Men, who does three lines as a hot cop. <laughs>
2: yeah, she. She's super hot for Fred, and Fred's super hot for her. Um, but turns out, uh, and, and and another thing that weirdly feels like Scooby Doo, uh, she's she's wearing a mask and she's faking who she is. Uh, it's actually Dick Dastardly, um, and so Fred and the gang gets imprisoned and thrown in Dick Dastardly, Dick Dastardly's lair, um, but they bust out and i guess it's velma hacks remotely hacks dynoma yes um to let which Falcon, like
1: which they the only fu- do like, with the help what? of a robot who's horny for daphne
0: yes yeah, there's robots? a vacuum cleaner horny robot that wants daphne yeah just um, wants just wants that sweet yeah, yeah. It, um, it, 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 like, its so empowering that they're death, that man.
1: they got one of their female characters. special ability is to get other th- guys to be horny for her. That's that's real nice. Her guys. Her, her,
2: her special ability is that she's hot. Yeah, yeah. which is she's hot is and so nice. Great. So great and so important and powerful for this movie. Um, she
0: makes simp's, simp's everywhere.
2: Yes, uh, she. She that robot is a simp. That was that's on my that's on my notes here. One of my critiques of this movie is that that robot is a simp. Uh, Hard simp. That, just that that robot is an AFC, average frustrated chump, and uh, obviously you know like she alphas him and uh, we're gonna get really into game theory here. Um I swear I'm not that unlikable in real life folks. Um, so
0: uh, okay, um, so she's this is the first time she's been at all relevant to the movie that we're watching. Uh Amanda Seyfried as Daphne.
2: Amanda Seyfried is amazing in Twin Peaks the return. She's amazing when she's given any kind of yeah. role. Uh she's she's good actress. She's, I was not good exist-
0: actress. Great, actress. Mean Girls, uh, Mamma Mia, we love Amanda Seyfried.
2: Uh, she's she's uh, irrelevant to this movie. She's she's non-existent. She's I
1: miss not appearing. Pass in and this fail film. mean the same thing. <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> Incomplete grade. I will yep. say we'll have to wait for is, Tube.
2: And this and and this is nothing but like the CG artist did a really nice job on her hair. Like it looks yeah, like, it looks uh, great that looks um, nice
1: he, it, it keeps form but still flows
2: yeah it, it it's very nice cg hair movement glad to um, see
1: they knew where to put the effort yeah
2: um so um this robot this vacuum cleaner robot falls in love with daphne and helps them break out escape out the dick nashridley's prison fucking simp
0: um, that little fucking vacuum-headed cook
2: yeah, uh the the incel bot uh, <laughs> leads them to wherever. Um, Velma hacks um, uh, Velma hacks Dynamut. This would have been a great moment to do that iPhone update joke I was mm-hmm. talking about where she like turns dilma from incompetent to like incredible. Um, but it doesn't happen. Um, but Shaggy and Blue Falcon and Scooby learn the whereabouts. Of Dick Dastardly and all the rest of the the gang. Uh, and that's at Messick Mountain. And out, on their way there, they meet uh, Captain Caveman, a non-entity on my list by an insane person. Um, <laughs> the, the missing and, list is
1: Ted Kaczynski. As the, yeah. played
2: by this, Tracy Morgan, doing, by, uh, doing the Tracy Morgan thing. It's Tracy Morgan. Uh, thank you, uh, Justin. You reminded me of a joke I wanted to make earlier, but like... This list of Hanna-Barbera properties is the same in, like, the old anarchist cookbook where, like, if there's any crime committed in, like, my town, I'm automatically assessed for it. Um, <laughs> No, no, you running that
1: list is, like, the list in Seven where you buy my comp and you're on a list by the FBI.
0: Yeah, exactly. As uh, well you should be, I feel.
1: making no, it, Hanna-Barbera puts fair. you on the no-fly list. Absolute. It's absolutely fair. And plus, if I you, look like you know, I look you, like this. So, like,
0: if you possess Vern's list of Hanna Barbera characters, when you move into a new neighborhood, you have to go around to every door, introducing yourself yeah. uh, and telling I, them I what you've let, done. You
1: know,
2: I once ranked Hanna Barbera properties in order of recognizability. Um, there's there's one ad, there's one of posters of me all over town, and it's the Captain Caveman drawing. You there's a have to picture sign up for <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's. There's a picture of you in every post office. Yeah, it's it's a real thing. I'm on a, uh, I I'm on the FBI's most wanted list um, because I <laughs> you're
0: you're actually I'm checking the list here. You are the uh, ace of spades in the Al Qaeda deck of cards.
2: Yes, uh, <laughs> it's it's a real thing. Um, the first step uh was me being accused of identity theft at the Utah De- <laughs> Department of Motor Vehicles, and it's making this list. I'm a domestic terrorist, you, uh, but I'm a white guy, so I won't be credited. There is
0: there <laughs> now. I'm I'm checking your alibi list, and you have none uh, for eleven twenty-two sixty-three near the books depository. I
2: did. I I I, I did. Got to say, I've been on the road. I made this list and watched this movie uh, in Oklahoma City, just a couple blocks down <laughs> oh, uh,
0: oh from a God. <laughs> It
2: was me and my friend Tim. Uh, we watched this oh. movie together.
0: Um, and that's how you met Richard, Richard Jewell. Richard, <laughs> absolutely. Um,
2: my, my two friends are uh, Eric and Lyle uh, Menendez. Uh, and um, interesting side note, because we have to have something interesting uh, in this podcast uh, Eric and Lyle Menendez's parents funded oh Silent Night Deadly Night 2, they're the producers <laughs> on that movie. And there is a basketball card that has been recalled because the Menendez brothers are in the crowd in the photo. Uh, so that's some fun information for you, and that's all factual. Look it up. Oh so my God. That's they meet uh, Captain. They meet Captain Caveman, and it's Tracy
0: Morgan as Tracy Jordan. Uh, it's Tracy yeah. Jordan, and or Brian uh, Fellows, or uh, it's. Uh, it's Brian the last Fellows and he OG says, or
2: <laughs> It's Brian Fellows and he looks at scooby doo and he's like, I don't like how that dog's looking at me. Uh, and then you Dino hear, Mutt, like, don't you know you can fly? And and then you and you hear Dino Mutt's internal monologue, like, I'm gonna kill you, Brian Fellows. Uh, and <laughs> good one, Lorne. Um, so So they have to fight. <laughs> My brain got broken. They have to fight <laughs> Captain Caveman over the third Cerberus skull. Um for some and, reason. <laughs> for and some reason. And for some reason cuz why not? And then Dick Dastardly arrives. I guess he got alerted to their position. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He arrives in his ship that looks like his car from wacky races, but it's a ship. Um ship looks good. Ship, ship looks fine. Good. Um and because I have a way with words, my notes here say, dastardly unleashes Alexander the Great Times on planet and
0: out comes a Cerberus. Um, I think mean, that's essentially, what happens, right. That's, though. that's basically yes. what happens. Uh, okay, hold on, hold on. Before we leave okay. Captain Caveman's Island, which is an important plot point, no, Tracy Morgan not. as Captain Caveman, pass. <laughs> not... <laughs> yeah, I know. I knew it when I said it. <laughs> I know Justin said it, and it was very funny to me. I knew it when I said it, Justin. Like, they, um,
1: they could have done anywhere else, but they had to go to the secret dinosaur island in the Arctic.
0: Yeah, yeah they had to this is the fucking this... land
1: of the lost.
0: Yeah, this movie uh, and Aquaman actually have the same end of second act turn where they're on the fucking secret Arctic (laughs) island of dinosaurs. Like, it's... um, Anyway, uh, Tracy Morgan as Captain Caveman... It literally could have been any character from any movie or property showing up at exactly this point, and it would have mattered exactly enough to this movie. However, hey, an hour hey, how into school, make a
1: Huckleberry Hound. You know, another dog. Make Huckleberry Hound it the could've... keeper of the secret history of the dogs. They go to a dog island, and Auggie, Doggy, and Doggy Daddy's there. Yeah, like. It...
2: It
0: could have been...
2: Hound's there,
0: Top Cat can be there, why not? Like You could swap out Captain Caveman with fucking RoboCop, and it would be no different. <laughs> it would be exactly the same sequence. However, however, at Captain this Caveman. point, at this point in Scoob, the almost the lone point of light for me was like i don't know i get to listen to tracy borken for like five minutes i guess yeah, so he gets a pass for me i'm yeah. i'm you know he had he's had some recent troubles yeah. and i and i'm glad that he's he's getting that captain caveman check so pass yeah. for yeah. me no, no. i don't know the, the, i like the guy tracy gets to keep
1: his the guy keeps gets to keep his uh his actor's <laughs> guild insurance for another year
0: you are denying the existence of the last OG, but yes, I understand what you're saying. We, uh, yeah, so it gets passed for me. It's, yeah, he's fine. I like Tracy
1: Morgan.
2: He's, like, he's funny. He's a funny he, thing. He's a funny guy. He does the yell. He's a, he does
1: the yell right. That's all he had to do, and he did it right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's, Tracy
2: Morgan's fun. He's the inspiration for my Mark Twain character on a Puffin Publishing podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we love him. Um, all right, a a anyway. show that has, uh, Puffin Publishing podcast- makes as much logical sense as Scoob does. Um, I, w-
0: I would argue at least we have an internal narrative consistency. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. And the characters Our- that pop up out of nowhere yeah. do it, have that somehow for them feels being
1: less there. desperate. Yes, yes.
2: They're on Alexander the Great
0: times. Yeah, they Scoo- go to the Parthenon or whatever and they unleash yeah, like- Alexander the Great times because all right, this is how your Scooby Doo movie ends. This Fine. This is your yeah. big climax. Okay okay yeah.
2: and it, it and it becomes like ending of a marvel movie mm-hmm. you know it's just blue like light. fighting yeah blue light fly, shows up into the sky blue it's light blue, big fight it's Mutt, and is it just Mutt? at some point blue falcon realizes like the courage you need was inside of
1: you all along and that's how he earns the respect hiding. of Dynamutt. <laughs> dynamite's yeah, respect
0: gets- isn't given it's earned
1: yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, uh okay. Yeah. One 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 last little little tid. Uh there's a moment where like the entire cast is hiding in one big vase and we're just looking at their eyes. I liked it. I i I I found it aesthetically oh, a, it nice. Um, yeah. It was a cute little old fashioned moment. Yes.
2: And it and there's a is a callback to
0: old Scooby Doo mm-hmm. where they do yeah. that in the opening credits. It's it's fine. It, it, it's, it's when fun. the movie um,
1: remembers I like it. It. it's a Scooby Doo movie. Yes, yes. indeed.
0: Uh, Um, All right, and uh, and the Mystery Machine fucking... Okay.
1: It dies. It fucking
0: dies. Okay, but hold on just a fucking goddamn second here, Movie. (laughs) The Mystery Machine plummets out of the sky, and there is a huge explosion that is the Mystery Machine, and everyone inside it is fine. It's... You know how in fucking Grand Theft Auto when your car explodes and you die?
1: <laughs> and they like, don't even didn't do, the you know, the cartoon where er, thing where everyone's just covered in soot and
0: someone's hair yeah. is sizzling? They didn't do that. They didn't do the thing of like, oh, we got out just in time. We're over here, actually. Uh-huh. They didn't do any of that. Everyone is inside the exploded van and they are fine. <laughs> they didn't do the thing where
2: like, The van lands, and it comes out unscathed, and they all step out, and they're like, wow, we're surprised. And they're a good distance from it, and then it explodes. You know, they didn't do, like...
0: They didn't do... They didn't apply
2: any, like, cartoon logic to this cartoon. They didn't, Um, you know,
0: land the mystery machine, and all their teeth are piano keys. They didn't get flattened until they were just a puddle with little shoes walking around. Yeah, they didn't like, turn into
2: accordions. Yeah, they it's just, uh, <laughs> they, they just explode. Like, it's just, this is what it is. Um, and then and Blue Falcon actually, earns
0: Dino Mutts respect and fucking and, nuclear bombs go off in his <laughs> eyes and a tank and, shows up on his arm.
2: And Fred, Daphne, and Velma in-universe die. Uh, and there's a post credit sequence where we're at their funerals and it's, it's a cast of Hannibal <laughs> <boys laughs> Everyone shows graves. up for
1: the
0: funeral. <laughs>
2: Uh, and it's uh, yeah, it's and it sh- it's it's a very traumatic thing. Um, uh, but no, they they come out and they're fine. Um,
0: uh, Fred mourns the death of his van, which was, of course, a character trait that had been well established mm-hmm. up to this point. Um, yeah, and they
2: do that stupid thing where like he decides he's going to fight um, Cerberus. Cerberus, and his and his and his hero moment is like instead of him donning a cape it's him putting on an ascot it, which is the
1: exact same character beat from Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed yes it is <laughs> um but also and he picks they do the, establish the
0: hubcap and wields it like a shield you know and
1: but, like like a spartan but they
2: don't sure. do the thing where it's like they don't do the thing where it's like uh someone teases him about having wearing an, an ascot earlier in the movie and he takes it off it's like if you if this was your first introduction of scooby-doo you wouldn't get it at all no it's just you know and it's and it's that's why i think they should have leaned into this kitschy aesthetic you know like yeah have the thing where they're trapped in the 60s in personalities but the world around them has changed and yeah. the movie like because we have blue falcon well, they, they already did
1: that Star. it was scooby-doo the first movie yes It's where they realize they're out of date, so they all leave and come back, and they're all modern. They're all
0: 2000s now, and they're played by the fucking icons of late 90s horror cinema. (laughs) There's fucking (laughs) Matthew Lillard and Freddie Prinze Jr. (laughs) and Sarah Michelle Gellar. Uh, I guess not Linda, but you know, (laughs) it's enough. She still worked a lot. Oh, Linda works, alright? Linda's still working. All right. And I, oh, yeah. this is a pro Linda Cardellini fucking podcast. I'm a fan uh, of Linda Cardellini. All right. The last we, we, we performance stand review uh, Zach Efron as Fred Jones. Soft pass. He kind of delivers a couple jokes. Soft. They're not good jokes, but like yeah. Zach Efron can deliver a joke. Should have let Frank keep it. Should have let him keep
1: the role. Yeah. It's. Should have it, had
0: Fred be a character in this movie, which he was not.
2: Yeah, should have had him be a character. You should have had him do Fred things. Have him say like, "Let's build a trap." You know, just do something. Yeah. That Fred all right, did. gang.
0: At one point, just have Fred divide up the gang. Like, yeah. If I mean, only that
2: have have Fred divide up the gang instead of the movie dividing up the gang. You know, just <laughs> just just something. Like, just anything. Just...
1: He doesn't get anything to do. The movie does not care about the main cast at all. No. Um, it, this is a, this is a vehicle, uh, pun intended for
2: the Mystery Machine. This is a vehicle for, they, they did the same thing with the Scooby, and this is, I mean, most post-movie stuff, but they, they did the same thing with this Hanna-Barbera Cinematic Universe that they did with trying to set up a DC Cinematic Universe, where they, or mm-hmm. they blew their wad, like, they didn't take their time to set it up. It's, like, they did the same thing with the Mummy uh, and trying to set up the dark universe, dark universe, or just like, universe, uh, they, they just, they're, they're, they're throwing out everything in the very first thing and you have to tease it out. Um, mm-hmm. and plus like, there's nothing wrong with more movies. Like, it's fine. Like, no. we enjoy, if we, if there's, if I like a thing, I want to see more of
1: it. Um, you make more money if you make more movies. Exactly.
2: Um, yeah. It's it's white trash winning the lottery. They're blowing all their money immediately instead of investing it and letting it accrue
0: interest over time. Um, yeah, we're in a real "My Name Is Earl" situation. I understand.
2: Um, uh, I I want to say I have a note here, and this is a this is a true thing, um, uh, and maybe not a thing that a, a movie for babies should uh, make uh, someone feel anyone of any age. Scooby Doo, he's. He's, he's modeled and he's animated like a real dog. Like, he's still got, like, the cartoony, like, legs and everything, but, like, mm-hmm. there's moments in this movie where Scooby is sad and he's scared and he's got his ears lowered and his shoulders hunched and he looks like a real-life sad dog or a real-life scared dog, and it's a fucking bummer. Like, it's (laughs) such a bummer.
1: Okay, in all all fairness, Vern, I think it's in the same way some people are bothered by a racer head once they become fathers— You're bothered by this because you have a dog now? I was bothered by
0: it long before I became a father. (laughs) I'm bothered by a racer head because a cow fetus screams at me for two hours. Two hours.
2: (laughs) It's, maybe, maybe you're onto something, Justin, but, like, I have seen my dog, like, walk like that and act like that, like, when she's in trouble, you know? And it's just, like a huge fucking bummer for me and like I don't know like mm-hmm. I'm not saying kids movies can't have dramatic stakes and they can't have like you know like you know like there's, there's so many like In the 80s, uh, kids' movies were the most depressing things you could watch.
0: Absolutely. Um, They would have
2: murdered Scoob in the 80s. Yes. uh, Shaggy would would have been traversing the swamp of sadness with Scooby, and Scooby would have been (laughs) swallowed up. And the whole rest of the movie... Would have drowned. Yes. And and the whole movie would have been Shaggy by himself. And it would have still been called Scooby-Doo, but... um, But, yeah, it's... I'm not saying that you can't, like, have real-life emotions in a kids' movie. One of the best kids' movies ever is Up, and that has some very real-life emotions. I don't know. It's just... It's... There's no greater payoff in this, you know? I don't know. Mm -mm. It doesn't earn the emotion. It doesn't earn the emotion. It's... It's... Just, you're seeing a sad dog, and it's a bummer. Um, (laughs) So, like, they have to... They realize the only way to stop Cerebus, um, and and of everyone knows about this, it's it's right up there with you have to put a wooden stake through Dracula's heart. You have to throw water on the witch. <laughs> the only way to God. stop a Cerebus is you have to lock it in the Hell Gate that is controlled by a man and his best friend dog, and one of the two have to go to hell with Cerberus. It's I just, mean, that's
0: right. Okay, up there with- this is. <laughs> This is some of the actual worst movie bullshit I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. Can you... It's like if you're watching a movie about, like, this little girl has a peg leg and she doesn't feel like she fits in. And at the end of the movie, there's a hole that can only be pu- plugged up with a peg leg. <laughs> like, it's the fucking <laughs> worst <laughs> shit.
1: Only you can plug the dike, little Peggy. Only you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: He's like, it's D I K E. D I K E. He's not, yeah. he's, don't cancel Justin. D-I-K-E. Yeah, yeah. yeah. D-I-K-E. It's like it's if
0: a... <laughs> the the Harry Potter franchise had climaxed with, like, oh, we need a s- lightning bolt shaped something to lean up against this wall, <laughs> but what could it be? <laughs> it is a. <laughs> Uh, It's the worst fucking bullshit I've ever seen. It's It's so complicated.
1: They spend like a third of the third act just explaining the rules of how Shaggy goes to hell. In a
2: Scooby-Doo movie, the sacrifice should be like, Sorry, Shaggy, you, you can't eat that pastrami sandwich. It shouldn't mean you have to fucking die. <laughs>
1: you have to go to hell after. Not only Dick do you have to die, Muttley but get you have away. to go to okay, hell. Hold, hold on. Hold on. Real quick. Hold on. One last performance review. One last performance review. Cerberus. Billy West is Mutley. Oh. Pass fail. Oh,
0: Jesus. He grazzifrazes gra- oh, yes. four times. So they, sure.
1: Let's. Yes. So, Dick Dastardly.
2: Uh, He tried to get into the Hellgate the same way that Shaggy and uh, Mm Scooby-Doo... Scooby-Doo do. Ha ha ha. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And... But because... Muttley is not a descendant of Alexander the Great, and this happens all the fucking time. I hate when this happens. You know when because you go Muttley to the Walgreens? Because Muttley wasn't a descendant of Alexander the Great's dog. He got stuck in the Hellgate. That's what you happened with you... our last dog before we got the one we have now. You know and... when you're
0: going to Walgreens with your pooch and you walk in with your dog and you grab your you grab your accoutrement and you try to leave, but your dog can't leave because he's not descended from Alexander. It turns out the Walgreens
1: Great's is a Hellgate. Yeah,
2: it's the Walgreens says service dogs and descendants of Alexander the Great's dogs allowed. <laughs> um, but yeah, Muttley is trapped in this Hellgate, and like, I guess he's just been eating gold to survive for however <laughs> <Adeline>, long? <laughs> and Dick Dastardly reconnects with Muttley, and Muttley is like, it 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 makes you think that Mutley's gonna like, ah, I got you, I'm gonna play a trick on you. But no, they're they're friends because I guess dogs a man's best friend, whatever. Um, so, like, that's... No, that's
1: the thing. Dick and Muttley like each other. They're still... But they still just treat each other badly. That's
2: true. Um, so
1: that's... I guess that's accurate.
2: But, yes. Um, Dick Dastardly, this whole movie, hasn't had Muttley Which is, like, you know, like, let's just make a movie with Mario where he's not wearing his fucking hat or overalls. Um... (laughs) Well,
1: no, okay. The scene where they show Dick Dastardly sending Muttley into hell is actually good because dick dastardly acts like it was a noble sacrifice when he literally just shoves Muttley into the vault like through the gate
2: yes uh yeah, he this, does a bit where he's funny he's, it, he does a bit where he's the way he's describing it makes it sound like a sacrifice but it's played over footage of him just being yeah. like get the fuck out of here dog go get my gold um <laughs> uh billy west is Muttley. you know it sounded just like Muttley. It looked like Muttley. Pass uh, yeah. biggest biggest pass of the whole pass. movie. Oh, fuck. <laughs> they,
0: they nailed was. Muttley. They fucking nailed
2: Muttley. Muttley. It is the most. It is the most Muttley you'll ever like. It's it's a hard that's, that's Muttley right uncut things. Mutt. <laughs> it's uncut unmut uh, unmut gems. It's just it's it's perfect Muttley. So, they, uh, yeah, they encounter Mutley, and Mutley, um, uh, runs away with gold with Dick Bastardly, Shaggy gets damned to hell, and, uh...
1: (laughs) And then he's sent
0: back.
2: Yes, because sacrifices mean nothing.
0: Yeah, I, okay, so, you can do the I heroically sacrificed myself, but actually I'm okay thing. It's annoying, but you can do it, and most movies nowadays that feature this heroic sacrifice ending do some version of that, you know because we don't need
1: stakes, what are stakes? right, because the, mm-hmm. you know, the Avengers no, we can't
0: let this character die, we
1: have three sequels planned, right, yeah.
0: so it, recent examples, you know Tony Stark flies the nuke into the wormhole at the end of the Avengers, but he falls back out. He's fine. It mattered that he wanted to sacrifice himself. Uh, Superman,
1: and Man of in uh, Batman versus Superman.
0: Um, yeah, but he is dead at the end of that movie.
1: Oh, uh, well, that's
0: true. No, they just bring him back. Yeah, to life. yeah, but at the very end of that movie, you see dirt
2: rising off the coffin. So, like, you know, yeah.
0: It's, Even though he's still dead. So that doesn't make any set Whatever. Um, it's it's showing know, that he's going <laughs> to... Guardians 1, Groot sacrifices himself, and they get a new Groot. But the old Groot is dead. Like, the new Groot has none of old Groot's memories. This is a new Groot. Uh, the Goosebumps the, movie, that is great. Uh, except I, for the ending, Except for the ending where the girl who sacrificed herself comes back for no reason. No and reason. It's
2: so frustrating because that whole movie is the main character trying to get over the very real death of his very real father. And they could have done so much there with the import, like, accepting loss. And just because you physically lose someone doesn't mean they're gone forever. It mm. could have been so good for children, especially in this, like, uncertain world that we live in and not uncertain because of uh, a virus but uncertain because this is that's how it is nothing is guaranteed uh-huh. but the end of goose, goose goosebumps they have their cake and eat it too and like ah the the girl who sacrificed her she's back your the death of your dad means nothing it's fine it's um it's why star trek Into the darkness sucks compared to <laughs> star trek wrath of khan because it, even though spock comes back in star trek 3 the search of spock search for spock his death means something yeah. in wrath of Kirk. it Kong. was
1: how many years between movies it was uh more than one
2: it was several years between the two and then and and they try to do the same thing in inner darkness but they reverse it and it's captain kirk who killed uh, who sacrifices himself but they bring him back 10 minutes later and yeah. so it doesn't
0: uh, it doesn't fucking matter. F- Rise of Skywalker, C-3PO erases his memory, and he it's erased for exactly the wrong amount of time because you can either do it right away or at the end of the movie, but they do it mm. ten minutes later for no reason in the middle of the movie. And so, it's... anyway, all this to say that Shaggy is in fact not damned to hell for eternity <laughs> for no reason. There isn't one. He's, he's just not... He's been... He was damned to hell for about a minute and a half. <laughs> and then he just gets kicked out. And then they're and like, they, why they... would Alexander the Great want to hurt someone like this? There must be a back door out of hell. And instead of Scoob 2, Tube, being a the, the you know, Scooby's Inferno or something, the Search for Shaggy, uh, the, he's just back. He's yes. fine. It's the, uh,
2: the old, like, uh, Orpheus and Eurydice, uh, Eurydice-like thing where Scooby, like has Scooby has to go to hell and find Shaggy because Shaggy eats but he can't better than look anyone at him. else in hell and yeah, Scooby you can't, can't but... turn around and look or else Shaggy will turn to stone. Um, I'd watch that movie, um. Mm. I'd watch myself yeah. getting hit in the
0: nuts with a hammer over watching that movie. <laughs> um, this movie was five dollars more expensive to buy, and I almost did it. And I'm so glad I did not, <laughs> so I don't just like have this sitting on my PS4 for eternity. I you know, same I, it's all I the contemplated. Heat death it, of
1: the universe. But, um, yeah.
2: And it's a bummer because we missed it on, on the bonus features, but who oh, cares? damn. Um, um
1: so Oh damn, we're gonna miss Scooby's dance party or whatever they were gonna pull together. <laughs> Scooby Idol. Scooby Scooby Idol. Um,
2: which appropriately—well, no, it's
1: called like it's the Scoob, but it's just the
0: voice. Oh, I see. <laughs> oh yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's uh, it's and, the mask singer because they have Ken Jong already. Yeah, 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 it's whatever. See,
1: that would have worked though, because all the monsters wear masks, <laughs>
0: right? And you you unmask the minor forty nine er. And it's Shakira yeah. or whatever,
2: and
1: I would have won See, too if it weren't for great. you
2: meddling
0: judges. Uh, um, I hope it was worth two hours of podcast for that joke because I think it was. It's, uh, it's it that's was. so
2: great if they do the that's fucking funny as hell. They do the mask <laughs> singer, but it's all like what they think are ghosts, and they take the mask off. It's old man McGillicuddy. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Cheech Marin. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Cheech <laughs> uh, uh, it's, it's, Well, you should I, have I, known I, because the deep sea ghost was singing, Mexican Americans only want <laughs> to get into gang fights, and you're like, oh I know that's that's Cheech Marin.
2: <laughs> before it before coming to the stage, I was born in East LA and the, the <laughs> uh the shows the judges and are like, I think it's Tommy Chong. And it's just they, they're they latching on to every part of the monologue that's used to give hints as to who he is that is not a hint, you know, and it's the like, the, creeper so <laughs> it's the Creeper came out
0: with a four-foot doobie. I think it's Tommy Chum.
2: Yeah, exactly. The Creeper came out with a four-foot doobie. Obviously, the hint is doobie, and they're like, Creeper, it's Kevin Spacey. And it's just <laughs> like... <sighs> uh, yeah... Uh, and I, I would watch The Masked Singer with Scooby Doo. That would be hilarious. That's a really funny sketch idea. Uh, it's creative, which is why they didn't do it. Uh, but uh, at certain point, they find out. Uh, unlike oh, uh, Scooby Doo, they find out who's belong this, who's behind this thing all along, and turns out it's exactly who the movie said it was the entire time. Um, it's Dick Dastardly. They pull his mask off. And for a second, you're like, oh, it's Simon Cowell. And Simon Cowell delivers a line, but they pull his mask off and it's. And then they say, again.
1: how can one man ju- do such a good job judging musicians and commit crime? He can't do both. Yes. Uh,
2: <laughs> and it's like, come on, guys, have you ever heard of Phil Spector? Um, <laughs> but, uh, it's, it's but. It's. But Spector is spelled T R E. Yeah, it's Phil Spector. That's a witch tweet. Uh, it's <laughs> Phil Spector. Uh, they should
1: have let... No, they seriously should have just let... Um, they should have just read witch tweets for the script. And it would have been a better and more authentic Scooby-Doo movie. Exactly. You know, and that's what
2: I'm getting at all along. They should have just had me as witch tweets write this movie. <laughs> instead of the four screenwriters that they had for this movie. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: oh and i bet you two of them have ampersands and one has the word and oh let me check that ding, fucking ding, billing ding
2: ding ding Ooh, group can a, i talk about screenwriter credit? group of tay a group of two with an ampersand the word and and then another group of two with an ampersand
0: Ooh, That's all right t- can i talk about what that means can i talk about what that means have at it bud All right. So the way that writers' uh, uh, credits are done up in movies, and the Writers Guild is notoriously very difficult to determine why they bill things the way they do, uh, where you can. Where all the screenplay nominees last year had screenplay by or adapted by, and Greta Gerwig's was screen story by. um, It's very confusing. But if you ever see two writer's credits joined by an ampersand, that means those two people ostensibly wrote a draft of the script together, and that draft of the script was turned in, reviewed by the WGA, and determined. But if you see the word and, that means those two people did not work in conjunction with one another. So it's like a PEMDAS system. Uh, where ampersands are parentheses around writers' names, and the word "and" is in a, is a, a separate item. Um, so, so to put this for like
2: to put this in like simple terms, if Kevin and I were to write a script for Scooby Doo together and submit it, it would say Kevin Lanigan ampersand Vern Tully. But if that script was then handed over for, to Justin and Justin were to rewrite it. But all by Justin self,
0: all alone. All by Justin yes. self,
2: and there were still enough elements that it kind of feels like Kevin and I's. It the final screenplay credit for the movie would read, Kevin Lanigan, ampersand Vern Tooley, the word and Justin Gummeroff.
0: Right, and these credits are finicky, because if you try to tell me that less than 32 people worked on the script of this movie at any point in time, I will call you a liar. Uh, But the Writers Guild must determine that your draft is significant enough to be credited, Like, you Mm -hmm. made enough additions personally that stayed through to the final version that you deserve your own separate credit. And so when you're watching the credits of, say, Ant-Man 1, and it says Edgar Wright and Joe Cornish with an ampersand, and Paul Rudd and Adam McKay with their own ampersand, you know that those people did not all four work on the script together. So that's a little... You learned something today. And there's there's little things Mm -hmm. like...
2: The opening crawl to the original Star Wars movie, the one that was released in 1976 or 1977, the original Star Wars, that opening crawl was written by Brian De Palma, but you do not see his name anywhere in the credits because he did not contribute enough to that script in order to warrant a credit. Mm, And they do that all the time with, like, comedies where, like, Sean Clements, uh, he wrote additional jokes that were used in The Big Sick. Um, but he didn't contribute anything to the story. Um, but, and this is only because you don't have to do this, but this happened because someone on that movie is a nice guy. Sean Clements has a special thanks credit in the big sick because they used one of his jokes in it. Exactly. And they do things like that all the time for comedies. Like they assembled a writer's room to do like punch up jokes for, uh, the other Kumail and Anjiani movie that they came out with after one with Bautista um, oh and, yeah, um,
0: and they like, do that for every every Adam Sandler movie. Eventually, yes. like that's my boy has David Wayne and oh, Ken Marino God. writer credits on it. You know, there's there's all kinds of weird stuff like that. And uh, mm-hmm. just one more thing, since we're talking about it, if you see story by, that means that that person wrote a significant draft of the script. But that draft has been changed enough that they don't get a writer credit, but they get a story by credit as if they wrote the script that this script is based on. Um, and it's all very arbitrary and it and there are very few hard and fast rules. But now, you know, a little bit something about the opening and closing credits of the movies that you watch.
2: What, what we're trying to say here <laughs> is that if you see a written by or screenplay by or story by credit or whatever, and you see one name especially if you see that credit and that name being the same as the director you know that what you're watching is a product of a singular vision and you can tell by watching this movie that this is multiple visions this is several different cooks in the kitchen
0: Yes, this is a, this movie is itself a three-headed dog, and the dogs <laughs> are constantly biting at each other's dicks. And, they and don't it, it's agree. got
1: one—it's three heads, but one ass, and just a giant pile of shit. Yeah.
0: Yes. All right. So, uh, film bros, are we excited for the Hanna Barbera cinematic universe? Uh, uh,
1: the the credits so had the fucking gall to threaten us with a follow-up film. Start featuring uh, Blue Falcon teaming up with Atomic Ant, Grape Ape, and Jabberjaw. My cut of the movie did not have And it's that. gonna happen. It's gonna happen. This movie's gonna make a profit.
2: Was that a scene, or was that in like the uh, the little an- animation they do? It's the animation. It wasn't the animated credits. Oh, they are okay.
1: clearly hoping for it to happen.
2: I did not see that. I probably because I had completely checked out. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Uh, the red mist had fully descended over your eyes oh
2: i i will say that um between the credits and the last thing we discussed like uh happy ending mystery ink becomes a business implying that if there is another one of these they will actually solve mysteries
1: and they get a high tech tesla uh mystery machine yeah Yeah,
0: it's great blue falcon's a dj and also i mean i know that this comic did not invent this but there is literally a hawkeye comic where she sets up on the fucking Venice beach of Hawkeye investigations. Um and I just wish I was watching that movie. Anyway, movie gone.
2: Yeah. Uh but yeah that's uh happy ending. Uh like I I and I know that like I've come across as a horrible contrarian and a horrible fucking asshole during this record. And I and I get it. But like
0: look, you hate cops. It's okay.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and, and and that's true. Uh but also like A cab. Also, and, and, and that's true, but that's because of a very real, very uh, very personal thing that happened in my life. A very big thing that affected me involving a uh, the death of a friend and uh, the son of a police officer. Like, I'm sorry if that's too real and feel free to cut this out. But, like, I have, it's not just completely unfounded, my opinions I have towards police officers and people of authority. I've seen what happens whenever, like someone abuses the privileges that come with a badge mm-hmm. and people mm-hmm. are left hurt because of that and i'm a person who and i never thought this would come out on a fucking scooby-doo podcast but here we are <laughs> um anyway like so like whatever be at be mad at me because i made a huckleberry hound joke but it's because i fucking have dealt with real life okay so anyway like uh Scooby Doo, like I I know I've come across as a horrible contrary and a horrible asshole, but like I go into I love movies I fucking love movies. There there's there's few things I love more than movies, um and I want the movies like this might seem like a lot to ask I guess but like I want them to be enjoyable and if they're they can be <laughs> bad but as long as they're enjoyable and the thing is like. I fucking loved Scooby-Doo as a little kid. Like, I wasn't, like, a huge mark for Scooby-Doo in my whole life with Scooby-Doo, but, like, if there was a situation where I was flipping through the channels and I saw Scooby-Doo on, it stayed on Scooby-Doo until it was over. Scooby-Doo was something that, you know, like, brought joy into my life as a kid. Mm-hmm. And part of the joy of Scooby-Doo is the simplicity of it. I don't care yes. that all... 80 episodes of the original run of Star Trek the original series are the exact same like because there's just like it's it's a there's a joy to it and there's a comfort to it knowing that like your friends are going to be okay and good guys are going to win out and the bad guys Mm. aren't and um, it's just a joy to me whenever I see something that is made and made well and you know what Mm. like I know I've dogged on Blue Falcon, but, like, if there was a good Blue Falcon movie released, I'd be so happy to watch that movie. And I'd be so happy to watch a Snagglepuss movie or a Laugh Olympics movie. But, like, the thing is, like, and this is so lost on so many people on both sides of the entertainment spectrum, those who make it and those who take it in, like you you have to like you can't just put everything in a pot and put it on the highest burner you have to take care of your ingredients mm-hmm. and you have to prepare them at different speeds at different temperatures and like I'm not opposed to a Scooby Doo or Hanna-Barbera cinematic universe you can make that thing happen you can make a great movie where they all come together in a big wacky race or whatever but like you have to lay those breadcrumbs out and you have to mm-hmm. establish that. And you have to establish... You have to do the work. You have to do the work. And you have to establish, like, if you're making a Scooby-Doo movie, like, Fred is important. Daphne is important. is important. And if you're going to do, like... If you're going to do a Wacky Races movie, you have to set up the Ant Hill Mob and Penelope Pit Stop and the rest of the <laughs> game. Like, you have to, like... Build these things. And I love it whenever a movie is good. And I love it whenever, like, especially with things like this, because, like, you guys have seen it with, like, Marvel movies. Like, folks are so excited for the next one before the first one's even, like, come out. Like, people wait around for credits now because they want to see what's going to happen next. And the reason that happened and the reason that works is because, like, Marvel slowly doled all this information out. Avengers was what, the sixth one? Or the seventh one? Like yeah. the Avengers sixth. was a goddamn miracle. It's a it was a miracle. Um but still
0: it... the only time this bullshit has ever worked.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
0: And it's just like so like I know I've
2: come across as a contrarian, I know come I've come across as an asshole, but it's just like it's because I'm I'm bummed out. It's because I'm disappointed because like this could have been very good. Like that when they recreate yeah. the intro, like that was so much fun, and Scooby Doo can be fun. And like we've you you guys and I have talked about this over text message, but like I said, I didn't like th- I liked this less than I liked Sonic the Hedgehog. And my reasoning is because Sonic the Hedgehog at least feels like Sonic. Now,
1: I know in Sonic
2: the yeah. Hedgehog...
1: Sonic has never been good. He's
2: never been good, and that's part of it. But, like, and I know, like, in real in real life, whatever. Uh, but Sonic, <laughs> like, doesn't have emotions or whatever and he does in the movie, and that doesn't feel right. But, like, the other component of Sonic's personality is that he's fast, and that movie is fast. Like... Scooby Doo sure. has had dumb crossovers before. Scooby Doo has went to space. Scooby Doo has been in the Olympics. Scooby Doo has done all this dumb horse shit before, but like it's never been action schlock, and that's what this is, and so it doesn't feel like Scooby Doo.
1: Uh, I get you. I,
2: I get you. I talked there for a long, long, long time. No, very, no, very you, sorry. no. You're
1: like Vern. You are absolutely right. This movie doesn't. We've said it before. This movie doesn't like doesn't like Scoob doesn't like Scooby Doo. It doesn't like being Scooby Doo. And that's fine, but it doesn't but it, if it wants to be something else, but it doesn't transmute Scooby Doo into the other thing well. Like it, like yeah like yes, Dynomut doesn't feel like Dynamut, and but it's, even then what he what he is now isn't good. Yeah. Exactly. That right. like that like, I think that's an even bigger problem is that what they have now is just so banal yes. and flat there's no energy there's no vision to it all they're not trying to do anything new they're trying to plug something in so that they can start they can get a ball moving but rather than you know tip the ball and let it go they're just and build momentum they're just shoving it down the hill
2: i really enjoy ice cream and in some cases ice cream is better like if you change it and transform it into an ice cream cake but it is never good when you melt it and you have to drink it. And, like, they they turn Scooby-Doo into, like, melted ice cream in a bowl. Like, uh-huh. it doesn't work. And, like, you can change it and make it something better. But, like, you have to have a certain set of skills and certain set of, like, whatever. You have to lay down some groundwork in order to turn it into action schlock. And this movie does none of that groundwork. And the foundation isn't there, so the whole thing crumbles in on itself.
1: They left the pint out overnight, and they call it a milkshake.
2: Yes, yes, precisely. Did well, you folks? Kevin?
0: No, oh, I just, um, oh, yeah. you know, y'all seem to have had it handled for a little bit. Uh, <laughs> okay. I, I, uh, I say, uh, if you enjoyed listening to this, and <laughs> one, uh, congratulations, we'll know you listened to it. We're gonna leave a secret code here at the end, uh, so to prove that you're a real fan that you listened to it, uh, tweet at greendale 3 uh with the hashtag scooby don't and that's how i'll know (laughs) that you made it with the the question
1: mark though you have to tweet it with the question mark yeah
0: yeah scooby don't with a question mark and that's how i'll know that's how i'll know that you're a true fan that you made it to the end of this special bonus episode uh if you enjoyed this if you enjoyed listening to this uh, the Sonic, the Hedgepod. if you scroll back a little bit in this feed, you can find like seven episodes where we talk about the banal insanity of Sonic, the hedgehog, and it has a very similar en- energy to this. Um, I hope you enjoyed this bonus, uh, on the we- feed. And if you I'm didn't sorry. I don't know it was free fuck off like you, you didn't yeah. pay for this like <laughs> bite me if you did Are we longer
2: Are we longer than Hedgehog? <laughs> yes Pod? this is longer
0: than the Sonic episode. Yeah we're is about it? we're about 10 15 minutes longer. No, no I, I think, think we, we, said we said everything. It uh it's bad. It's not good and it's bad. It's it's it's
2: they messed up simple math and it's it's just, it's frustrating whenever you mm-hmm. when you see uh something that you enjoy and something that you care about just like just goof it so bad. They goofed um, it real good, and they and they and they goofed it. They goofed uh,
1: this. Uh, they went for a Scooby, but they got Goof. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wrong dog, wrong dog, wrong dog. Goof. If you if you do like delving into the esoterica of Hanna Barbera, please check out the third arc of Jive Action Nerds, where we do just that.
0: <laughs> third arc is not the right number, but you'll figure it out, to your no, listener. Oh, okay. Dear Lister.
1: Which, which which was it? It was like
0: six or seven. Um, oh, was it? Oh, absolutely. Anyway, this has been uh, a pod my called Scooby-Doo. And uh, maybe if enough of you download this, I'll convince these boys to do the 2000s live action movies. With
2: me. I'll watch it. I'll be Hell yes. It. Hey, Much on, better Scooby-Doo
0: films. Um, but until then, right, right, Raggy. Right, right. Zoink, Scoob! Like, would you do it for a snack? And as always, Matthew Lillard should be the only actor with an Academy Award and he should have it for the live-action Scooby-Doo movies. scooby
2: where are
0: This has been a Talk Back podcast.